When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious B. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. <laughs> so get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the KBJ Show. How the heck are ya? Hello. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. That's right, it is. So muggy out there. Yeah. I saw temperatures going to start hitting 95 to 96 again, so it looks like those temps are ticking back up. On paper, it's not the best day to wear a full-on jumpsuit. Yeah. (laughs) Wardrobe mistake, possibly, but yeah, you're definitely head-to-toe covered. You're ready for prime January. (laughs) Yeah. Up north. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That might be like an outfit for the uh, Alaskan tundra. (laughs) It gets cold up in here. Virginia was so cold on Monday, then she mixed it in with a hot flash. The menopause is strong with this one. Yeah, the temperatures are all over the place around here. It is crazy month. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, we'll do our best to uh, keep it together here on a hot Tuesday. It is the KVJ Show. Dialed up now on YouTube. Go and look for the KVJ Show. Go to kvjshow.tv. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you got on your mind today, Jaybird? Well, in case anyone didn't hear, a few weeks back, Lydia the Lizard, that, that pet lizard that I befriended, she passed away in a... In an accident, a very... It was a weird accident. Yeah, she she was in this little spot where she likes to hang out and something happened. We think a package might have been put on top of her. We, we think she might have been squished of sorts. Something Death like from that. above? Yeah, she loved to live in this box and I think something got put in the box while she was in there and she just did not make it out. Damn. Okay. But I've been trying to befriend a new lizard. And okay. It is not going well. I feel like you, I feel like you moved on kind of quick, though. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to get. Is this your rebound lizard? It's yeah. Yeah. Uh, it feels kind of soon, doesn't it, Virginia? Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I kind of feels a little disrespectful. I, I feel like maybe a couple weeks at least, right? This is making me suspicious because you know, I mean, he 
claims he had nothing to do with Lydia dying, and now he's already moved on to a new lizard. And a lot was, of times, this is what the husband says when he murders the wife. If this was a, a real life human situation, I'm, yeah. I'm already in. Oh. I'm getting, we, we would be looking at you side eye, be going, "Huh, he kind of moved uh, on a little soon, didn't he?" Wow, look at that. Yeah. I'm getting interrogated right now. Yeah. <laughs> that was a quick round of grieving, huh? You're right. Y'all are married. If, if any of y'all spouses go missing, you're number one suspect. Totally. It always works that way, and it's you know what I always was. I didn't believe that, but it's so true. How many cases have we had here recently? It's always yep. the spouse. It is. We listen to a lot of Dateline. I I, I love the Dateline podcast. If it if it's a woman that's gone missing, nine out of ten times <laughs> it is the spouse. Well, let's nine look, out of ten. Let's look at the husband. I believe we have a case in the Bahamas where the wife tried to take a hit out on the husband. <laughs> that's what wives do. They try to kill their husbands. They love that. That, that was it. What's the stuff they put in the food that you can't t- antifreeze? They love yep, antifreeze. They do. It's sweet. I yeah. saw another story that uh, today it was on the news. A woman was uh, trying to poison her husband. And he got suspicious. <laughs> just put up a camera so don't even try to put this on the fellas i see <laughs> jaybird lately in the news so many more stories about women trying to kill their husbands and the other way around there's a whole show that that's called women that kill yeah. okay. oh, but don't let her guess whatever virginia wants to make this gender based i got a few stories here to pull out myself woman in a suitcase heard of her mm, okay hey, it goes around <laughs> but don't think it's just dudes doing this She's trying to do. I was trying to have a heartfelt moment about Lydia. She's going in on that. I don't think we can get through the witch today. (laughs) No. I'm trying to befriend this new lizard. And it's, it's going in the same area. It's definitely not Lydia, because I know what Lydia looked like. She had special spots on her body. Of That's course. how I knew it was her. We know. But this uh, this new lizard kind of taking up the same area, not sweating my energy whatsoever, which shows you even these lizards have their own personality. I think that's cool. Yeah, I've got one by my house, too, and it's a curly tail. And he's, he lives on my porch, but he does not like people. Unlike Lydia, that loved your company, when this lizard sees me coming, he freaks out and wants nothing to do with me. I feel like Lydia, rest in peace, she took a shine and was pretty friendly quickly. That was kind of her demeanor. This, I don't know, this one's giving me some... Evil eye. I don't like it. <laughs> now, how did you uh, describe her as being friendly? Because I have a, you know, the curly-tailed lizards are around my house as well. I saw one. I looked at it. Just, you know, did what a lizard does. Kind of like just scampered off. And yeah, they they never really come up to me. They just kind of are there. They sit as you walk close to them. Then they take off running. I would go in my front yard mm-hmm. and just kind of have a staring contest with her. Okay. And then I would wait till where she really goes out. She loved to sunbathe at a certain time, so I just kind of start milling around my yard around that time, and it got to a point where I tried doing little things around her, like play guitar or do a little yard work, yeah. just so she sees, all right, this guy's just doing his own thing, I'm doing my own thing, yeah. and then the day it happened, I was sitting in my driveway, the sun just came out, Lydia crawls right next to me like a dog and sat I mean, very close to me, and we were both just sunbathing together. And from that moment on, <laughs> yeah. we were we were friends. She would she would walk around. She knew I'd feed her, feed her too, because I, I I would bring snacks, of course. Okay, yeah. Did she know that you featured her in videos and and on Instagram? Did you get written consent? I guess is the question. Did she sign a waiver? Yeah. She she loved the camera. <laughs> okay. She told me that during pillow talk. Uh huh. <laughs> That's a no. That's all I got, Kev. Okay. Rest in peace, Lydia. Yeah. You'll never be replaced. Never. You will not.
<laughs> what you thinking about today, Virginia? Well, I'm thinking about this weekend coming up. So I'm going to go see my mom in Texas. And Panda and Mags and Rocco, we're all going together. We're making a little family trip out of it. Panda's all excited. He can't wait for the Mexican food. Okay, yeah. Rocco and Mags are all excited because they've got really cool water parks out there. Do you need me to house sit a night? <laughs> I know you need to film more stuff for your movie. So, yeah, if you want to film more stuff, you oh, can. Okay, it's all happening. Go to Texas. <laughs> Okay. Yes, we're flying spirit air, so pray for us. You should go and see and say hello to my dad. My dad's out there in Texas. Where is he? Outside the Grand Antonio area. That's where we're going. No, I'm sorry, I'm getting confused with you. Arlington. Oh no, not we're not going to Arlington. Gotcha. Never mind. It's kind of far away, right? <laughs> it's a big state. That's I what I've heard about Texas. Texas yeah. be big. Everything there is big. <laughs> um, I was looking for a remedy for my son because it looked like he had uh, a poison ivy or something at first. I was like, oh, no, he's got one of those spider bites. And then he's got about three or four little kind of gross looking nubs, almost looks like a poison ivy, poison oak. But I was just thinking, OK, we're, we're city people. When does he ever run into poison ivy? It just doesn't make any kind of sense. Oh, no. And then... Um, the starting quarterback on his football team yesterday told him that he said he saw his knee and he's like, I bet that's Mercola. He said, I had it last year. It's a turf fungus. <gasps> and I was like, wait, what? A turf fungus? And I'm trying to look it up and I do see Mercola as a turf fungus, but it only talks about how to treat it if you're trying to get rid of it on your lawn. It's a fungus. I haven't seen anything about you know humans having it, how you treat it, and I was kind of searching today, and so I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing to treat whatever this kind of thing is. I don't know if anybody else had ever heard of that. When you say turf fungus, are you talking about a legit turf? Meaning it turf. came from the turf, like a, like a, a, the ground? Yeah, the only thing I think is because, you know, a lot of times at the end, uh, they'll have a huddle. The coach will talk, and the, the players will get on one knee, and they'll listen to what the coach has to say, and Cannon has it just on one knee, and I think it's the knee that he typically kneels down on. Football players do that a good bit. Yeah, that's probably what it's from. And so I've never heard of it in my life. And I have no idea how to treat it. And my Google searches are only showing me how to take care of my lawn. But I want to take care of my son, not the team's football field. Well, we, good news for you. We have some awesome nurses in our chat room that will give you the remedy. They'll get them back to health. Okay, yeah. So I'd, I'd never in my life heard of, I think, Mercola. I would suggest taking him to the dermatologist instead of waiting or trying to WebMD it. Because Magnolia got Imbitago. And it was something that she got from catching it. And it was transferred from kid to kid. And it was terrible. We waited. We tried to treat it at home because we didn't know what it was. And it got worse. And now she's permanently scarred from it. Dude, there was an outbreak back in the day. We called it Imbatigo. Imbatigo, Imbatigo, whatever. I, I, yeah. It, the same thing happened back in the day in Lake Park where someone got that. And it was it spread quickly. It's it's quite contagious, if I remember. It is. And what was it she had? Imbatigo or Imbatigo? She had Imbatigo? Yes. And it was uh-huh. from... Uh, 
uh, school. She got it, we think, from sitting on a chair or a bench where another kid had sat that had it. And it's very contagious. And we thought we would treat it with just like topical stuff at home. We didn't know what it was. Right, yeah, that's kind of where we are with it. And it kept spreading and spreading. And then it was it got really bad. There, it was a problem back in the... I remember being a kid and it, my mom being freaked out. We're not getting Nibitigo. Don't mess around with uh, dermatological issues is what I've learned because we waited too long and now she's permanently got a scar there. Hmm. Scars are cool though when you think about it. Eh, not if you're a girl on your butt. Okay, never mind. I'm 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 sorry I even asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> they say that uh empatigo is a common highly contagious skin infection that causes sores and blisters, not usually serious and often improves within a week of treatment or within a few weeks without treatment. Uh, is what they say. That's what we didn't do. We didn't immediately get treatment for it like we should have. We waited and waited, and then when we finally got treatment for it, it was big and painful, and just, I don't want you to go through what we went through. Okay. It was not fun. Okay. Somebody's saying spray Lotrimin on it. It's a white powder you can get at Walmart. Lotrimin is good stuff. Okay. I'm not getting paid for that, by the way. <laughs> I believe in the product. Mm-hmm. Okay. Someone else uh, suggesting butt paste. I don't know if that's for uh, my son's thing or just in general. <laughs> Boudreaux's? Is that what it's called? There's a Boudreaux's butt paste, but it's for diaper rash ah, for okay. babies. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, well, thank you for all the advice. A crazy little thing. You never know what kind of funguses are out there. Coming up here in a couple minutes, you never know what weird things are in the night sky. Jaber putting out an all-points bulletin, an APB. Did anybody see anything in last night's night sky around 8 p.m.? If so, what did you see? Let us know. 877-979-WRMF. My KVJ show. Well, Jaber got reports about something odd in the night sky around 8 p.m. last night. Yeah, it was between the... The eight, 8 o'clock hour, I get choked up when I talk about UFOs, I apologize. <laughs> okay, what was uh, described to you as what was being seen? So I got some random text messages from the good people, and they said, Yo, Bird, I'm in gardens, look out your window, do you see something? And these are people that I... Get weed from? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's all making so much sense now. All of them. Yeah. High as a kite. Yeah. What's up, talk to anybody? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm not saying it's a legit <laughs> UFO, but I can tell you this. It was, it's not a drone. It's definitely not a drone. And it was something out, again, in the western sky. And it, it, How do you know it's not a drone? Because I know what drones look like. I, I, know, I know how they operate. I know how they move. It, it goes stationary, and it changes colors. It illuminates. It disappears. It's... It, it doesn't move like a drone. It doesn't talk like a drone. It just doesn't, it's not, it doesn't feel like a drone. It feels like they're doing some kind of testing out there, and I'm wondering what it could be. Okay. I know that they, I know out west, sometimes they do weird things out there, Virginia. <laughs> In Wellington? Well, I'm thinking more of, uh, you know, the, the Glades? C18 area. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say a uh, few things you always have to look at is, um, SpaceX, whenever they do stuff, uh, when was their last launch? 
And uh, they tend to always be firing stuff off, and people see that and like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I don't, again, I don't think it's E.T. and aliens. I'm just wondering, is it a military experiment? Mm-hmm. Because not too long ago, those military jets flew over my house. It shook my house so much, things moved and f- fell off my wall, Virginia. Ooh. So it's not, I'm not out of, I'm not going crazy by thinking, oh, there could be a military experiment going on. I'm just curious to know what it is. There was a SpaceX launch last night of a Falcon 9 rocket, 1041. Uh, so that is one possibility. Other people are saying it could be the Perside meteor shower is peaking right now. That might be what was seen. It, it, but would a meteor shower have one object stay stationary, illuminate, move oh so slightly? And another option is... Depends ed- on how high you were. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't on heroin. <laughs> another uh, suggestion was FPL is testing new drones out west for hurricane season. Okay, we're getting some answers. Mm-hmm. I think it was a drone. Oh, Kevin says drone, and you're like, oh, maybe it was a drone. I think it was a drone. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, these are just all of the possibilities. Of you don't know what kind what of advancements have we have in droning. No, she's right. We have drones that will trick you, and you'd be like, that's not a drone. It's a drone. You're completely right. I can't. Go- if I was on the stand right now, I could not say 100%. That wasn't a drone. They got some badass drones. Like in Vegas, they do a whole drone show now that looks like a 3D like trip fest. Sure. I, I, I know it does. It, 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 all of a sudden, you're driving and an eyeball appears in the sky. <laughs> drones be different. <laughs> that yeah. is a different level of mess with your mind. <laughs> And, and you think about the drone phenomenon, it just seems like they really kind of came out of nowhere. You're right. I mean, Ten years ago, was anybody talking drones? Did we have anything really going on with drones? And now they're just, they're everything. They well, really are. And there's so many people. I met a guy. His job is drone management. I'm like, really? And it does. It, it makes it hard because if you do feel like you have an experience, the first thing people are going to say, oh, it's a drone. You didn't see yeah. any, you didn't see an ET. You didn't see a UFO. It's a drone, Jay Bird. A lot of people got them drones. She's right. They do. Again, though, going on record, did not appear to be a drone. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the uh, only explanations we have right now for the mysterious objects seen in last night's sky. I just like people hitting me up when they see weird things in the sky, and it's confirmed. Okay, or just weird things in general. Yeah, you I'm, drive down the street. Just text Jaybird. He's. You should have a weird hotline. What's I, your number? I don't hate that. Could you do like one eight hundred four four weird? Is that like something that <laughs> you really? It just be a hotline goes right to your phone. You totally could get a hotline, and I. I that's. I the, think you should have a weird. You have the weird and whatever podcast. You should have a weird line. That's such a. Great it rings idea. to like a red yeah. phone. Not my cell phone, but you're right. Just a line. A line yeah. For yeah. Whenever people see anything weird. You are the line that they call. It is August of 2023, and that is the best idea I heard all year. Okay, weird lines. <laughs> the weird lines are open. <laughs> oh, there's definitely a message when you get there. Oh, the messages you're going to get. <laughs> the message is you have free too much free time. Always staring up at the sky. <laughs> I mean, the time this guy has. I'm living my best life. He is. <laughs> he hasn't burdened himself down with silly things like marriage and children, Virginia. <laughs> oh. You can enjoy night skies. You and I can't. What must that be like? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Right. Just looking at the sky. Just hanging out. He's enjoying life. Uh, Thinking about what it could be. Virginia, we're just running from one place to the next. Oh, I can't believe the amount of crap I have dumped on myself with these children. Yes. These dead weights. These... Uh, excess baggage. You're so right. I went out to my nine and a half foot werewolf. I contemplated the universe for about 20 minutes last night. It was, it was great. Yeah. 
That was it. That was just that's how you pass your time. It's a beautiful thing. It is. Well, with so many advancements in technology, are there things that you can say, yeah, technology is better, but they still don't make this like they used to? Are some products actually getting worse? Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cool things, advancements in technology. We got drones and all kinds of things making Jaybird think there's aliens in the sky every night. <laughs> I never said that. I never said it was E.T. <laughs> Advancements in drones. Boy, they get you. Yeah. <laughs> all these kind of things. It's causing all these problems, Virginia. Advancement in drones, advancement we, in weed. We just made a drone, but we shaped it like an alien ship. <laughs> <laughs> but are there things that you could say today are just not made as well as they used to be made? And if so, what would those things be? Air conditioned units. I feel like old school air conditioned units were easier mm-hmm. to operate. These smart ACs, oh, you can control one room and not yeah. the other and all this stuff. I feel like it leads to more money, confusion, and it, it just don't work like the, the old school Not ones better do. at all, huh? I, I don't think so. Yeah. The durability of a cell phone, like back in the day, and you had a flip phone or you had a brick phone, you dropped it, you were fine. Okay, yeah. Now, if you yeah. just drop your iPhone, it shatters into a million pieces because the thing's made out of like Cinderella's glass slipper glass. So much yeah. to the point where they make you pay for $400 worth of protection. Yeah, the front <laughs> is glass. And the back is glass? Yeah. Why the hell do I need the back to be glass? Oh, so when I break it, I could have to pay you 300 bucks to fix it. And even the, the OtterBox stuff, I can break an OtterBox pretty quickly. We know you can. We've seen you. Yeah. Just, I, He's good. And I know I'm bragging a little bit. <laughs> you are. Yes, you are. Ain't no box going to be strong enough for this otter. No. Uh-huh. Uh, things they don't make like they used to are just not as good as they used to be. The mall. That is one oh, thing you can definitely say. That is true. Yeah. You, why do you think the the shops were better back in the day, or just the overall experience was better? People cared about them. It just fit more into our society. You can't argue that malls are failing. In fact, I saw the Boynton Beach Mall is up for sale, and who knows? That thing might get demolished. Wow. They might knock the whole Boynton Beach Mall down, put you know housing in and whatever else. Yeah, that seems to be a of a more viable commodity. And all the malls that are around right now are just struggling, trying to reinvent themselves. I know when I was a kid in high school, that's where you went every Friday night was you were at the mall and you'd walk around the mall and that's where you saw your friends. All the things were happening. It was the social epicenter of what we did was the mall. And I can't believe that now they really just don't matter 
in America. Over the weekend, they did something smart at the mall because Magnolia kind of stumbled on it accidentally. She called me. She's like, Mom, they're giving out $40 vouchers to all college kids. All you had to do was show your college ID. Yeah. And you got a $40 voucher. And they had, like, all these fun activities set up geared at college kids for back to school. Mm -hmm. But they're having to get really creative. They are, And come up with, hey, here's a $40 voucher to get you there. They're doing everything they can. They're pulling out all the stops to try to get people back to malls and a lot of them, I know the Mall Wellington Green, they're talking about uh, tearing down part of that, rebuilding it in different ways. Downtown the Gardens, same thing. Does it ever come back? No. Never? No. Not the way it was. They're, they're, going to, they're going to look more like the square in downtown West Palm Beach, where, you know, that was an outdoor mall, really, when it opened up. But you're seeing a lot more housing in there. You're seeing businesses, mixed-use spaces, restaurants, and a few shops. It's almost like you have to have four pitches, whereas before, stores were enough. That's all you need was stores and a food court, and you were good. You didn't have to think about it too much. Now, you got to think about, okay, what else are we going to do? Let's do a voucher program for college kids. I will say, I do feel like the food court is still doing okay, though. When you go to a mall, the food court is busy. I was just there the other day, because Magnolia made me go, and they really do have a good selection of food. At least at Gardens, they do. I, I, the Boca Mall, I, I've been there a few times. Every time I'm there... The, the food court is jamming. Yeah, I, I think that's one thing they can do. Now, the one thing that got hot here in South Florida about five years ago was those, um, I don't know what, your food halls, I guess is what you would call them. And every yeah. town started getting a food hall. They're all over down in Miami. They did several. It started, and then it kind of spread, and Delray gets theirs, West Palm gets theirs. And they were hot for a minute. But to your point, Jaybird, I think that is something that a mall can take on now and, in a sense, block the food halls by having your food court be. It's the same concept. A f- you know, the, the food hall is nothing more than a bunch of different vendors where you can get a lot of variety in a small space. Yeah, I, I just, I love a food court. It's so exciting. Options galore. Yeah. Nine restaurants so, in one city. I, yeah, I, I, I think that's one thing the mall still has going for it and they ought to do. And I do see a lot of malls, I know in Boca, they try to do not your typical food court kind of stuff. They'll do some high end, you can get vegan things and different, you know, selections like that, almost like you would see in a food hall. Oh, the best thing to do at a food court is not just to go to one restaurant. You got to go to you gotta have four <laughs> places, get some fries here, yeah, get the pizza there. Well, I think they're kind of being known as epicenters of uh, eating. Uh, I'm telling you, Aventura Mall has some of the best restaurants. They do right outside of it. You just go and you go to Aventura Mall. You put up with that terrible traffic They've to got get there to to get to the food. Champagne and caviar kiosk. Yeah. Oh. So good, Jay Bart. That's what you do. That's not my cup of soda, but I'm sure you would love it. Oh, I love it. So I think the mall is right now in a weird growing phase. They're trying to figure out who they are, what their future identity is, and you know, they're kind of in between right now in their stages. They could evolve into something bigger and better and still be just as important to American society as they were in the eighties and nineties, but we'll see not yet. They're like a preteen with braces trying to figure out who am I. They're gangly, they don't know their self identity. (laughs) I'm pimply faced, but I don't wanna be I tell you what though I kind of want to go to the food court now. We talked about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know who still kills it the most in that food court? Chick-fil-A. The line was so long. I couldn't yeah. believe it. They don't kill it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. They're so big, they don't have to open on Sunday, Virginia. Damn. So much business six days of the week. There's a lot of food options, they say, just not like they used to be. Candy. 
now are using cheaper ingredients. One person said that candy tasted better when I was a kid than it does now. Now, is that their nostalgic taste buds, or is there truth to what they're saying? I, I can't speak upon uh, whether it's nostalgia or not, but I, I do love candy bars. I love candy, and I think it has gone downhill. We know it has, because there have been, there's been, like information pieces about how they have changed the ingredients to be cheaper, more easy to mass produce, more affordable with fillers and chemicals and crap, and they can raise the price Mm -hmm. and give you less of quality. And it's not good for us to be eating all this crap. One of the saddest things I've seen in the snack community is the uh, decline of the Snickers bar. I'm a yeah. huge Snickers fan, and I personally feel like it. Uh, so they, one of the candies mentioned. They did something different to Snickers. They yeah. changed yeah. to save okay. money yeah. okay. and put stuff in there that's not the original recipe now, because it's about profits, not taste. Well, whether they tell us the truth or not, they're I, never going to tell you the truth. You got to get an expose piece to tell you the truth. Oh, JMC would love to do that. The chocolate company themselves—they won't tell you what they did. Something else, not. Made the way it used to be, cereal. Do you agree with that? Yeah, man. And it tastes better when you're a kid than it does now. It's probably the same the thing same as the thing. candy same companies. Concept. They yeah. do things differently to make more money. Mm-hmm. Somebody also mentioned Kraft macaroni and cheese is the same thing. Tasted better when I was a kid than now. They got to have done something different to it. I'm not as same com- thing. I'm not as confident to speak about that because I I got I got to tell you I have not had that in a minute. Okay. What about Olive Garden breadsticks? The person said that. They're not what they used to be. They're dry now. It's the, to me, this depends on who is serving it, who's making them. I've had them at the Olive Garden where they hit really hard still in modern day. Okay. And then I've had the same thing with they're talking about. You can get... Depends upon the batch you get. Yes. Flavor, they're, they're, there's, there's some breadsticks that are not as flavorful and as, as cooked the right way as others. It's probably, too, operator. It is. That's like, what I, yeah. And how fresh are they? Yeah. I remember when I was junk food Kev, I remember the same thing with the McDonald's french fries. Yeah, You would have an amazing batch and sometimes you get it and they'd be hard, dry, cold. And like, ugh, what was this? Yeah, I, I still think there's genius in those breadsticks. It's just a matter of who's going to mine that out. Okay. Other things not relating to food that is not made the way it used to be. Music. One thing. I will tell you, it is different in many different ways. We talked about this, that songs are shorter. They take less chances. They are more methodical. They are less creative. And the music itself is now louder and more compressed. Audiophiles complain a lot about that because now music is really made to sound good on a laptop or in different places like that. It's not how it used to be with analog versus digital. I agree with a lot of that. The the, the one thing I hate, and I I get that, I get why they do it. I I guess it works for for a certain genre. I just don't like when these songs constantly repeat the same words for the last two minutes. (laughs) It's so stupid. I I was listening to older music. they they didn't use it. they didn't lose any fat on that steak. They took every piece of that song and wrote something cool with it. Uh-huh. A lot of times back in the day. Well, you look at what's happened to music, and there are different things that have changed it. Even you could argue that the club DJ has changed the way that we listen to music because you think about it, if you're in a club, what are they doing? They got the dance music going on. The DJ goes right into one hook, another hook, another hook, another hook, and so throughout through your adolescence to now. If you went to any clubs, you've heard that kind of style, 
a lot of what you hear is just going from one hook to the next. And so now you're almost conditioned, like, all I want to hear is hooks. And so now that's what they write. They pretty much write a two-minute hook, and they try to do the verses as short as possible to get right back to the hook, which is the sugary sweet icing part of the song. And I'm a man that loves verses, so it, it, it bothers yeah. me personally. So, yeah, you could argue the music is different and not as good as it used to be. Another person said toys are not like they used to be. They're now less creative and they're more cheaply made. Amen. My gosh, whoever wrote that is so spot on. Okay, so you're feeling this. Me and Denny's have had so many deep conversations about <laughs> how toys are not made like they were back in the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's true, though. Even the, even the ones they try to replicate, from, from they look cheap. The paint jobs yeah. are cheaper. They're, it's mass-produced crap. Yeah, that's what they're saying. College, not what it used to be. Now... To get any kind of degree, you take on way too much debt. It didn't it's, used to be that way. It's so sad. It, it really is. I think my whole four years of college, it was 20K. And now that might get you a semester at some schools. You're right. You know? I, I just paid off my student loans in my 40s. So that can, yeah, it's expensive, baby. I remember distinctly because I know exactly how much it was. It was $1,200 per semester. For college, yeah, and I was right. like, "Whoa, this is so much money!" <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking, "Like, whoa, yeah, twelve hundred now, like that'd be a dream." Could you imagine? That's that's a, that's a, a workbook, <laughs> right? Yeah, and something else that is uh, not as good as it used to be: summer. It's too hot now to do anything outside. <laughs> Interesting right. thought. Yeah, you summer. think the mall would be doing better? At least they got AC in there. Everybody's went to the Barbie movie. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay, coming up here in a couple of minutes. Are you a person that actually doesn't like a random act of kindness? And if so, why <laughs> would you not like a random act of kindness? An interesting observation from Marie in Fort Lauderdale will break down for you coming up next. It's KBJ. Are you a person that actually hates random acts of kindness? I saw this interesting story. They said generous people tend to reward generous behavior and selfish individuals often punish generosity and reward selfishness even when it costs them personally. It's an odd thing. So it's almost like kindness attracts kindness and then rudeness and selfishness attracts selfishness. They said, when on the receiving end of an offer, generous people tend to accept only generous offers, while selfish people are happy with selfish offers, even when the other player's selfishness hurts them financially. I do know people who get uncomfortable if you try to do something nice for them, whether you just randomly get them something or randomly do something for them. They'll get, I don't know, they, they get kind of... A little, little, little annoyed with it for some reason. Yeah, they said whether generous or selfish, you tend to trust others who behave as you do, regardless of the economic outcome. So maybe it's how you feel inside and who you are as to how you look at random acts of kindness. I was talking about this to my kid the other day, you know, because we were watching someone in our family who just throws a lot of unkindness out in the world and a lot of unkindness kindness comes back to them Hmm. and we were just talking about it and analyzing it and saying look you get what you give yeah if you if you throw kindness out there and you're generous and you do nice things for people the universe comes back to you but i also do think just some people are uncomfortable uh receiving stuff sometimes it's i I, didn't make them a bad person either they're just not they don't know how to act in it. It makes them feel uncomfortable. Right. Got an email from Marie in Fort Lauderdale. She said, 
I want to know from the KBJ Nation how they feel about random acts of kindness. Recently, <laughs> I received a bouquet of flowers from a person in the public's parking lot. And when I put a picture of it on Facebook and said that somebody gave it to me, all I got was negative comments about being aware of my surroundings and not smelling the flowers until I got home. My question is, would you accept a bouquet of flowers from a stranger or would you automatically assume that they've got bad intentions? Nine out of ten free bouquets are laced with fentanyl. Probably more. (laughs) It is kind of interesting. And again, you are talking about where it went down. So there is a lot of factors to this as to how you react. Publix parking lot stranger. Alone, you say a grocery store parking lot or any kind of parking lot, somebody does a random act of kindness. A lot of times you're thinking, okay, this is the old bait and switch, right? They do something to distract you while somebody else takes advantage of you. Yeah. Picking your pocket, carjacking you, whatever it might be. Yeah, I, th- I think it's the, the the stranger element. When you don't know anybody and they're trying to give you something, I think a lot of people are going to be put off by it because you, you don't know what's going on. You're like, ah. It, it does create an odd environment. If you're a person who believes in random acts of kindness, and I would hope that we all do because, man, just nice random acts of kindness can just bring so much joy to the world. But before you do a random act of kindness, you've really got to process what you're about to do to whom and what is going on in the environment. I don't know if you can do a random act of kindness after dark. (laughs) Don't come up to me in the public's parking lot with a bouquet of flowers at night. I don't think it's possible. You can't be kind after dark. Not to strangers. (laughs) To people you don't know. Now, you can be random acts of kindness to someone you know. But it has to be a stranger to be a random act of kindness in a sense. Not really. I could do something random for you that's kind. I guess. It's not that random, though, because you know him. No, you're, I, you're kissing his butt. I, I completely disagree. You absolutely can do random acts of kindness for people you so, know. So is that one of the rulings? Okay, keep... What? You guys are insane. Keep your random acts of kindness to people. You know, I'm not disagreeing with you. Keep them to... I to, you are right. Keep them to an environment where you're not going to be intimidating to the person that you're being kind to. Like, say, you're in Publix, and you see the person in line struggling with their payment. I, this happened to me the other day. Uh-huh. The lady in front of me didn't have enough money and she was trying to use cards and she didn't have enough on her card I guess it kept declining her card and she was getting more and more frustrated but it was like three dollars so I just gave her three dollars and she wasn't like scared or intimidated but in that environment it it wasn't going to freak her out like find those kind of scenarios and do something nice instead of walking up to somebody in the parking lot when they're loading their groceries and scaring them what if it was reverse what if it was a guy that was trying to give her the money instead of of you giving the money which is some random guy here's three dollars i think it's fine i think if you're at the checkout like that and somebody's struggling and you can help them help them male female there's people all around there's a certain safe feeling when you have like a bunch of witnesses the cashier girl the bagger girl everybody's there like guy or girl if you can help somebody in that scenario i think that's amazing okay so when doing a random act of kindness when should you use caution when trying to do it (laughs) i'm trying to come up with a few rules here and some guidelines on doing random acts of kindness use caution after dark yes got to be careful (laughs) about a random act of kindness after dark rarely in a parking lot whenever you could be 
intimidating to that person. You don't want to scare them or be intimidating or have them think something bad's about to happen to them. That's why I put down rule number three, moms with kids. Yeah, I think Dateline, I think murder specials, <laughs> they've ruined parking lots. Just for, for everything. They, have, yeah. they really have. They have. I mean, if, if you're talking about you have a mom with kids in a parking lot after dark. You can't. I, I think yeah, those are all three rules right there. You just be like, you'd be like, gosh, I'd really love to be kind right now, but this just is not the moment. Kevin's right. He's right. It's just sad, but it's true. Even if the car's on fire, you have to kind of make sure. Guys, you... I'd really love to step in and be kind right now, but the <laughs> rules of KVJ don't allow for it. Now, but in cases of fire, we will make an exception. If you have a fire extinguisher and you want to run over and help, I, I think that's okay. I was joking. <laughs> yes. So if you have any observations on when to be extremely cautious when doing a random act of kindness, please help us all out. 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. KVJ. Marie from Fort Lauderdale brought up an interesting thing about random acts of kindness. People were giving her shade when she posted up a bouquet of flowers she got in the public's parking lot. People were like, how? Why would you accept a bouquet of flowers from some stranger in a parking lot? They were just baiting you, or maybe there's something inside the flowers that when you sniff them, you'll be laced with some kind of toxin. It's so interesting how we look at random acts of kindness now, because there are so many people trying to take advantage of you in, in very shifty and crazy ways. So how do you handle that, and how do you create and make a really good random act of kindness without putting somebody in an awkward and intimidating position. Uh, One tech said, sometimes I'll give away my Publix BOGO if it's something I don't need, but I'll do it in the store with the registers and the bright lights so people don't think it's creepy. Those are some things, you know, maybe picking up a tab or something like that. Love that. You aren't... uh, it's really just when you're a stranger, especially, and you come to somebody you don't know, and they're approaching you with something they're not faced with often. Immediately, your mind is just like, okay, you're trying to process everything that's going on, while at the same time thinking of all the terrible stories you've heard and trying to be aware of how this could be a scam. Well, not only that, we live in South Florida. I guarantee you we all have some weird parking lot story of, of some sort, whether it's somebody yeah. playing fake violin or... You know, trying to sell you blouses out of a van, which mm-hmm. definitely has happened. <laughs> How many blouses did you buy? I have bought stuff out of a van before. <laughs> but yeah, there's just weird stuff going on constantly. And uh, Jennifer brought up this scenario too. Let's say that you're driving back through the middle of the state. It's already dark out and there's a car that has issues on the side of the road. Do you stop? You know, and, and that's, that's a tough one because there's so many things, especially it's dark. Certain parts of Florida are not highly trafficked. And you wonder, I think the best way to do that is if you want to do a random act of kindness, you try to call a car service for them, possibly, but you hope that they have it themselves. Maybe they don't. How do you, should you actually stop? Now, if you are a larger man or individual and you feel like you could take anybody that would try to challenge you on the side of the road, then maybe you would be more apt to stop. But if you're not, I don't know that I'd recommend that to anybody. Yeah, call the call service so they can murder the call service person. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> help they got to be ready for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one other text said I was hearing your conversation about random acts of kindness at about 15 years ago. I was at uh, college at FAU, and I was driving this really crummy Kia Rio. My tire blew. Oh. I pulled over not knowing what I was going to do. I was about 19 years old, so I called my stepdad, and I'm on the phone with him. 
And while I am some random dude, probably in his 50s or so, stops by, and he proceeds to put on the spare tire for me. And I kept thinking, man, okay, what's going on here? And how could I even properly repay this guy? He said, I grew up with your five sisters, so I understand. I'd never want them to be stranded on the side of the road. So I wanted to help you out. And they say that random act of kindness still sits with me today. And I think about that dude from time to time. And that's one that worked out well. But there's just so many other stories I'm sure you could have where it didn't work out well. 20 years later, you found out, oh, it's John Wayne Gacy. That's the murderer's trick. He disables your tire. So then when you have to pull over because your tire's not working right, that's when he kills you. That, that has been a tactic for me. It has been a tactic. Has Dateline ruined random acts of kindness? Kind of. Ruined random acts of kindness parking lots? Men? Yes. And a part of my soul. <laughs> I mean, men in general. <laughs> You're right. Really took a hit. Really took a Thanks, Dateline. <laughs> Your Dirt of the Day is brought to you by Yummy Giving Organic Juice. I love it. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the Day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the Day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that Dirt of the Day. Well, we are just months away from a really bad lady possibly being let out of jail uh, Yolanda Saldivar, remember her? Is the one who shot Selena? <gasps> Do not let her out. Do not let her out. She was her fan club president, right? She was, mm-hmm. and she was uh, embezzling money from Selena. She had taken more than $60,000, and Selena had figured it out. And Selena went to go confront her and fire her from her position. And instead of that going down... Saldivar shot her and killed Selena. Selena was 23 at the time. So she lost her life over $60,000 worth of embezzled money. And then you see the interview of the murderer, and she won't come clean. She's like, oh, I can't talk about that, or I I can't recall that, or just... Giving you the answers to only make you get more enraged watching her. She's shady. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they do let her out, they're going to kill her in Texas. So she's probably safer in jail. Yolanda, girl, you need to stay in jail. There'll be some people that support it. Just like the Manson murderer thing. The, the one that got out, those people that were d- highly supporting it, getting letting her go out of jail or prison. She, she's been imprisoned now for almost 30 years. Right. Oh, the, and they're saying, it. okay, she's eligible for pr- parole in the next few months. And so I guess the parole board will make the decision. But um, they may not let her out. They may not. They may. Who knows how they're going to let it all shake out. But, girl, you better be careful. You need to leave Texas. Because Texas ain't going to be a happy place for you. Well, I can tell you right. this, Texas ain't the only state that loves Selena either. I, I agree, but I think everybody knows you there. You need to go someplace where nobody knows you. Mm-hmm. In other news, uh, it looks like Corey Feldman is about to be single again, Jay Bird. I put this in here for you. He is. He and his wife Courtney? are... S- Courtney is leaving him. Oh, my gosh, Kevin. I know. He seems like such a dreamboat. My question is, what took her so long? She says she has health issues. No word on whether or not they're caused by being with Corey. I got to tell you, I have turned on him on such a level. I think he's just next level awful. She said she has, quote, chronic fatigue. Yeah. (laughs) Dealing with Corey Feldman would be so tiring. Exhausting, Kevin. They've been touring together. She's a part of his musical act. I mean, it would be 
fatigue-inducing. She's one of the angels. Oh no! So this is—is is this going to break up the band? I think the band's already been broke up. He's—he's back—he's oh, back playing with dudes now because the angels turned on him, they, and they did they not have so good much. words. They hashtag me too, dude. They did no. He, yeah, exactly. He, he, they didn't have good words for Corey. In fact, he had like eleven rotating angels, and a lot of them trashed him. Yeah. So now he's got dudes. Yes. <laughs> and they don't look that happy either. <laughs> <laughs> You'll lose them soon. I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> and finally here, uh, Beyonce did something cool. So because of bad weather, her show in Washington, D.C. the other night was delayed. It started late. And so it was going to be an extra hour that fans were going to have to be trying to get back home after the show. And a lot of people had used public transportation, specifically trains, to get there in the Washington, D.C. area. So what did Beyonce do? She knew the trains were going to stop at a certain time. She did not want that to happen to her fans. So she paid $100,000 to keep more trains running and all 98 stations open in the vicinity so that the fans would get home safe. That's a different kind of power, isn't it? Wow. I mean, that is... trains going. What a, a come out smelling like a rose PR move. Yeah. Good for you. Smart. Very smart. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Some celebrities having a birthday today include Sean Mendez. He is turning 25 years old. Former tennis great Roger Federer is 42. J.C. Chazay, formerly of NSYNC, is 47 today. And another boy band birthday, Drew Lachey from 98 Degrees is 47 as well. Who is better, 98 Degrees or the other boy band Kevin said? NSYNC? Yeah. I mean, duh. NSYNC. Yeah. <laughs> is that a dog question? It is. It's such a dog question. It is. Not even close, I mean, dude. I kind of didn't even want to answer you because it was Who's, so who's better, the Beatles or Corey Feldman's band? <laughs> That's kind of what you asked. <laughs> I apologize. I'm not thinking of boy bands. I apologize. <laughs> Scott Stapp, lead singer of Creed. They're going to be getting back together for a cruise out of Miami next year. He's turning 50 today, and the guitarist from U2, The Edge, turns 62 years old today. Also got a birthday shout-out. It is from my amazing, handsome hubby, Rossi, best husband and dad ever. These two kids. That is from Kristen and Look at that great papa there holding his uh, baby girl. Oh, look at that. What Adorable. a moment. Also, shout out to my sister, Kimmy. We love you millions from your older sister, Jessie. Oh, happy birthday. Um, this says my daughter turned six. I want to give her a little shout out. This is from uh, your dad, Robert, who sent this in for Hannah. Aww. Ham. Hannah. 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 Ham. Ham, Hannah Ham. Also, we got a uh, birthday shout out here for somebody turning 65 years old today. Uh, so blessed to reach this age. I'm having a wonderful life. I listen to the KVJ show every morning on my way to work. Good day, guys. Thank you very much. We'll keep you young. I love it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Whatever your age might be, send in those birthday shout outs. Mail at kvjshow.com. M A I L at kvjshow.com.
All right, we're going to be uh, clearing a list here today as well. Love doing this for these very deserving teachers. Yesterday, we had uh, Gwen, who's a high school art teacher in Delray Beach, put her list up, and people were just plunking all the items off of it. I love that, so it's not coming out of her pocket. And today, we're putting a spotlight on Jennifer Rodriguez. She is a first grade teacher at Mater Academy Elementary in Hialeah. She's been teaching for 15 years now. Nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have her list that is posted right now at kvjshow.com. I always want to let you know that a lot of these items on here are anywhere from 5 to 20 bucks. In fact, most of them that I see are anything from a beautiful book on here for $12 that you can get. Uh, there's anything from an oil diffuser. I know my wife uses those in her classroom because kids smell. Ah, (laughs) And aromatherapy is good for the savage beast. It is. When these kids are acting all squirrely, you just turn on a little aromatherapy and it maybe calms their little devilish soul. It does. That's $15 to get that. There's a box of staples for $4.50 that you can get, and the stapler's $15. So that is on there as well. Can you believe that teachers have to buy these kind of items? It's crazy. Isn't it really insane? Um, So there's a lot of good stuff on there. So let's uh, go and support our teachers as we get ready for the start of school. In Palm Beach County, it's just two days away. Wow. That's, yeah. We're we're in the thick of it, kids. It's here. It's here. Pretty (laughs) insane stuff. So go to kvjshow.com. We also have a link up on the KVJ Show Facebook page that you can go and check out. Coming up here, we always get uh, interesting comments or suggestions about the show, i.e. complaints as well. So what is the uh, latest that uh, we have heard about the show? What would somebody complain about? Is it the fact that uh, my wife, the Mexican queen, is looking at getting a neck tattoo on Saturday? Is it Virginia's woke Barbie movie rant that she had last week (laughs) causing a person to turn off the KVJ show? Was it because Jaybird never answers back KVJ Nationers on social media or emails? Was it because Denny's actually stole a couple, a couple of his jokes for the joke jury from a local comedian? Plagiarism? Wow. Damn, Denny's. Or was it because Suits made a KVJ Nationer late last week because his traffic reports were inaccurate and hard to understand? Suits screws South Florida again. <laughs> Suits. Wow. The KVJ Show. Okay, so why did we get a complaint about the KVJ Show? I've been uh, telling the ongoing saga of my wife and daughter wanting to get neck tats. They've got an appointment set for Saturday at uh, 6 p.m. So I don't know if that's still going to happen. Clock is ticking, Ralston. Yeah. Oh, we can be here real soon. Yeah, got to make my uh, pitch to try to... Uh... <laughs> you didn't make it last night? Didn't have any time. Oh. No, by the time I got home, she was... Uh, Pretty much out, and I had to get to bed, and so it just it wasn't that moment. Do the Kevin yeah. Ralston AI version? <laughs> AI version? Yeah, it's like the Chat GPT. I mean, oh, let Chat GPT I, make I your have pitch. It right, ha, the ha, pitch out. Have the, have the whole pitch. I'll have the Chat GPT make your pitch. Yeah. And just kind of go from there. If you know anything, you just you have to have that moment where you know my wife, my family's very busy, and my wife's very busy, and so it's hard to get a moment where she's calm enough where you can sit down and have that heart to heart 
And so that's that's a tricky situation. She don't sit. She does not sit, and that that's what's tough. And if you try to, I've talked to her before. She just walks right out of the room, and it's like, ah, and so you're trying to trail after her. And but I'm having a heart to heart. Yeah, so you, you got to pick your moments. Very difficult. I figure I've got you know three more days to make this pitch. I just have to hit the right moment. You got to put like some heavy ankle weights on her too. Yeah, you're right. It's tough to slow her down. So was that with the complaint? was about or was it a virginia going on a woke barbie rant that uh, turned somebody off who turned off our show was it the fact that jaybird's never answering people on social media or emails was it uh, daddy stealing jokes for his joke jury from a local comedian or suits who screwed south florida again with another inaccurate and hard to understand traffic report <laughs> well i was the one that filled the complaint so i can i can answer the question question yes where were you when person complained okay this is persons this is kvj horror movie and these are people that are extras in the movies i didn't i don't really know them that well were your but- extras extra they were extra, Kevin. Okay. Yes. I love it when actors bitch at directors well, and <laughs> just complain. I, I think they, I love their bitch. I think they just love the show. <laughs> I think they're passionate. Yeah. And I think they got they got comments about everything. Okay. I and you s- got nothing but free time when you're on the set. So let's go to all the complaints. Yeah, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm numb. Complain, <laughs> I don't care anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> So what was it that they were saying? It's the first three complaints that they, from three different people of the group, uh-huh. one was not, ha- this, this is yesterday, one uh-huh. was not happy at all about this tattoo situation. Neither is Kevin. Yeah. In fact, I would say out of all the, that was the main, she was distraught about it. Yeah, oh, I hear you. I, another I, pers- I share her sympathies. Another person couldn't take Virginia's Barbie rant about how, <laughs> whatever she was saying last week, they had to turn off the radio. Did they say- Let uh, me guess, was it a man? It was not a man. Mm. I swear to you, it was not a man. Huh. Yeah. They, okay. They, they didn't like it. You were talking about the uh, America Ferrera part of the movie. Is that I, what it was? Her speech is so empowering and awesome and inspiring. I don't understand no, how anybody could hate it. That's not what that's not what was said. You were talking about uh, stuff about the patriarchy, and I, you went on some side rant about, and if you don't go to the Barbie movie, and all, you get a lot of a. They, believe me, they 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 broke it down yesterday. <laughs> it was a lot, but you. They didn't like your rain, is all I'm saying. Sorry, not sorry. Uh-huh. I, I okay. pretty much said that to hurt him. <laughs> yeah. And okay. then another person made me feel guilty that I don't email. And... Oh. I tried. So, so you got three. <laughs> wow, okay. So the only people that uh, are good is Denny's and Suits. Those are not true. That did not happen. Okay, yeah. so Denny's isn't uh, hijacking jokes. No. Suits has not screwed South Florida again with his traffic reports. <laughs> yes. Not, not yet today. Okay. But the fact that you're asking that question, that's going to bring out some emails. <laughs> Coming up here in a couple of minutes, uh, we're going to try to help somebody out because they want to know if they are a jerk or not. One person wanted to know if they are a jerk for what they said in front of her husband's friends. You guys can give a ruling on that coming up next. The KVJ Show. All of these people in my life acting berserk. I'm feeling all pissed off and hurt. I need to know if I am the jerk. Oh, am I the jerk? Oh. Okay, this person wanting to know if they are the jerk for what they said in front of their husband's friends. It says in this email, we're at my husband's friend's birthday party. No kids were there. And one of the wives made a joke that if men didn't satisfy us in the bed, then we wouldn't even keep them around. And I replied, I only wish. 
Well, this one wife then asked me what I meant by that. And I said, oh, it's not that I don't enjoy being with my husband, but he has never completed the mission for me. Of course, everybody seemed to hear that part, and then they all start looking at me. So for the next 10 minutes, all my husband's friends took turns insulting him in various ways. Many women talked about how they'd never be married to somebody who didn't get the job done. My husband made us leave the party early, and when we got home, he lectured me on how I humiliated him in front of everyone. I pointed out that she asked, and I have a tendency to be honest. He's been really upset the last several days, and he keeps saying that he can't talk to his friends now because they all think he's a big loser. So am I a jerk if I don't lie in this situation? I'm not a big fan of clowning your mate in front of a group of people. If, if I'm saying embarrass, make them look less than, I'm not a huge fan of that. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like she's, she says she wasn't kidding. She's being honest about it. Yeah, she had said, and this was her words again, I only wish... And she said, oh, it's not that I don't enjoy being with my husband, but he's never completed the mission for me. Now, when you're at a party, sometimes you have a couple cocktails and maybe a comment gets loose. Yeah, I I understand all that. shouldn't, and maybe you didn't mean it, but she's kind of doubling down by saying, hey, look, I'm just being honest, and I have a tendency to be that way. This is what you married, so it doesn't happen. It'd be cool if we could have this conversation, maybe not in front of a group of people. That'd be kind of cool about to, my lack of lovemaking skills. I, I, you know what? I respect your feeling that you always need to be honest, but you also need to respect your husband. Dude, that's, that ain't cool, man. I can't believe they're married and he and she and she's never and he's never yeah. helped her. That ain't cool either. That right. is. And why is this birthday party the first place that they're like talking about it? They don't ever talk about it at home? I think the moment came up, and she was caught off guard. She lets out a flippant comment that turns into something more, and then it just mushrooms from there, and then he gets his feelings hurt and upset. Well, he's embarrassed because for 10 minutes they talked about how terrible of a lover he was. What I'm saying is this is a matters of the heart kind of an issue. This is not for the barbecue. or This isn't for everyone yeah. to be humiliated. You're, 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 you know, you're dissing your partner. Now, with that said, he needs to bring it home and get the job done as well. But we got to communicate about that stuff in the house together. I think she was a jerk for what she did. I I think that to respect your partner and to spare their feelings, you need to bite your tongue in situations like this. And I don't know if you'd had a couple cocktails and it got loose. At that point, you should have apologized. You doubled down and said, well, sorry, I just have a tendency to be honest. I don't, I don't like that doubling down. I think that's jerky. You hurt, you hurt his feelings. He wants an apology. And yeah, you have a different discussion. You guys probably need to look a little bit more into the intimacy of your marriage to fix some of those issues. But that's part two of this. The first part is recognizing you were kind of a jerk here and you shouldn't have been. I mean, 10 minutes at a party and I bet the room felt like it was spinning. And you know, how they, I, I won't movie, imagine how he felt. And now he's still getting clowned by his buddies. And, you know, I, I understand sometimes guys will do that and they're probably not thinking much of it, but they're clowning on him. He didn't want to be that way. That is messed up. Yeah, yeah we all we all think she was a jerk. We on think that. that she should never have said that. I understand that you're talking about cocktails. You make a, a comment. And you go, oh, I'm so sorry. If you're sincerely sorry and apologize, she doubled down and on it. That was to me. That's the uh, I agree. And I, I, I don't like that excuse of, well, I'm just an honest person. Tell him then how you feel don't tell everybody else at a party you ain't that honest because we're not talking about what's going on in the bedroom Mm -hmm. complete honesty is not always good 
this person sent an email. They said, am I a jerk if I don't tell my fiance that I'm bisexual? It says in the email, he's engaged and this will be his second marriage. And he wonders whether he should uh, tell his fiance that he has had relations with a man. Apparently after his last marriage and before he met her, he slept with a guy a handful of times. And he feels like this is way different to admit that he's hooked up with a guy because she obviously knows that he's hooked up with women. He's not going to lie. He's still attracted to men, but so what? He's a straight guy, and straight guys can get married and still be attracted to women. He's a bisexual guy. He is, yeah. And so he, he just wants to know, should I let you know her know that I still am attracted to both sexes? Is that something you need to say? If, if you are bisexual or you're Wayne Brady pansexual, do you need to let your partner know that, hey, I'm attracted to everything? Or is it enough to be monogamous and... You know, still just be with that one person. Are you a jerk if you don't let somebody know that you do have fixings for everybody that might be out there? Well, I'm just thinking like how I would feel in my marriage if I found out that Panda never told me that he was bisexual and I just always thought he was straight and it would just feel weird. It would feel like he kept a secret of something that was a big part of him. So are you kind of a jerk if you don't reveal that to your partner? I'd be sad that he didn't trust me to give me that information. I would want to know personally. Yeah. And just because you're bisexual, I think there's a misconception if you're bisexual, you're going to be a cheater. And that's not true. That's That's not true. That's an absolute Sith kind of a statement. Uh, And I think that's why sometimes people have a tough time because there's there's a misconception of that. I personally would like to be honest about something like that. What happens in five, let's say in five years, the guy you slept with happens just to pop up in your life and then your wife finds out that way. Mm. I would just if you're getting married, I think you should, I don't know. I think it's a better thing to do. I don't think you have to. I don't think that you're a jerk if you don't. I'm with you on that as well, Kev. Mm-hmm. So I'd say not a jerk, but, I mean, why? You know, that, that seems like something that should come out in the course of a relationship. And uh, one more email here said, am I the jerk for having another ceremony or not? Now, Joanna sent us this email, and she said, I've been confused on what to do because... My mother's side of the family is Catholic, and I was raised in the Catholic faith. So being raised in this religion, there are seven sacraments, and I have received all six, the last one being married in the Catholic Church. So my husband and I were married last October in the Keys. It was a beautiful wedding, and prior to getting married, my mother had asked us to have another ceremony after we get back to get married in the Catholic Church to complete all seven sacraments, because you need to do it in front of God's eyes, she says. You also have to take an eight-hour... I can't see the keys? Nope. (laughs) Only in his house. You also have to take an eight-hour marriage class first to be able to do this. But the truth is, my husband doesn't want to do it. And, you know, honestly, I really don't want to do it either. However, I'm more willing to, but only to make my mom happy. I don't want to have another ceremony. We already did. Am I a jerk if I skip it, or am I a bigger jerk if I force my husband to do it? I don't think that you have to do it just because your mom wants to do it. I think if you forced your husband into it, you'd be a bigger jerk. But that being said, those marriage classes are good because they make you talk about stuff that if you're not like a complete open book, it makes you tackle tough topics that maybe you wouldn't just bring up on your own. Like if you're bisexual or not. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Or finances or how you want to raise kids or what's your plan for spending. Stuff like that that maybe we don't talk 
talk about enough is brought up in marriage preparation classes, and that's a good thing. Absolutely. I do endorse that as well. So I, I think it would be good to do it. But I understand your husband's dragging his feet. Maybe there's costs that go on with this, and you say, I don't want to pay for this. I already paid for this one time. Why are we doing it twice? So I gave my ruling on it. I don't think you need to make your husband, but to your point, Virginia, I do think it is a good thing. What do you think she's a bigger jerk if she skips the second wedding or she forces her husband to do it? You can't force anybody, but you can sell the benefits and say, look, you know, this would make my mom, your mother-in-law happy. You know, it's it's, it's a big thing with the in-laws and their older generation. So they don't really think that the Keys wedding is accepted in the eyes of God and they want us to be accepted. It's like... It's, it's making the older people in your family happy. And sometimes that's a special gift that a husband can give his wife. Mm-hmm. Look at it like that and try to spin it to where you're not like forcing him to do this. But it's his choice to do this out of the kindness of his heart for his mother-in-law. Absolutely. Okay. Any uh, thoughts on this? You can always text it in to us, 877-979-WRMF. Or if you got your own situation, you can send us an email for amithejerkmail at kbjshow.com. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, I had a terrible round the last time in Read My Lips. Virginia and I just... Got a big old fat zero all because of me. <laughs> I don't know about that it team. Was, I well, I just, teams suck. Yeah, I just <laughs> I had a terrible round and uh, Bird and Denny's. They didn't do great. They got one and still beat us. So I think vindication is in the cards for today. And read my lips coming up next. The KVJ Show. Time for another round of read my lips. How good are you at reading lips? Last week I was horrendous. Burning up with Virginia, I did not successfully read her lips one time out of three tries. Bird and Denny's, they beat us. They got one out of three. That's good enough for a W. Can we reverse the trend here today? That is a big question. I feel like I need vindication for last week's terrible performance. I apologize, Virginia. I will do better. <laughs> You're fine. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of pressure on you over there. You neck tats on the brain. Oh, jeez. I, I don't so see, much. I don't no. think you performed good on anything this week. No. Your son's got some kind of bacteria on his <laughs> knee. Yeah, son got Mirka. Wife wants <laughs> neck tats. Mirka? Yeah. Mirka. I love Mirka. Yeah, I got Mirka too. It's in my yeah. heart. Mirka. Okay. All right. Well, I'll get myself uh, situated here. Mm-mm. Okay, Virginia's got on her special lip gloss. Hopefully we don't have like 47 syllables and then they have like five. Mm, oh, I hear watch. you, right. I'm syllable counting. So we're already complaining? Yeah. Okay, before it even She's just you. prepping to make <laughs> sure we have a good excuse when I blow it. Denny's told me he hated the Barbie movies. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. how dare you, Denny's. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, here we go. We've got uh, 10 seconds on the clock. Go ahead and fire it up, Denny's. So loud. So loud. Okay, I cannot hear a thing. Our time begins now. Mega millions. Back up, bitch. Mega. Back up. Mega millions. Velatini. Barbie movie. Mega million. Back up, bitch. Mega. Back up. Uh, I can't see it. Mega now, millions. Was that first thing you said, back up B? Was that, was that, was that the Denny's because he was too close to you? He was. He was very close. Mega millions. Mega millions. Wow. That was not even close. How do you make an M look like an M? <sighs> muh, muh. <laughs> ma, 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 ma. That's a hard one. That was hard. Ma, 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 All right. face. Okay. All right, here we go. Round two. 
All right, fire up my music here, Danny, so I can't hear. <clears throat> Ten seconds on the clock. Read my lips. Time begins now. Clear the Little list. Lisa. list. Little Lisa. List. List. Clear list. the list. Clear the list. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's my boy. Yeah. Okay. Lips Ralston. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. All right. One you, more you, here. You got this. Two out of three. If you miss it, your wife gets a huge neck tat. Final round. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if he gets it, she's doing it, too. <laughs> Don't tell him that. Ten seconds on the clock. Our time begins now. Neck tat. Lucky tat. slides. Neck uh, tat. Tat. Toxic slides. Tat. Arctic, Arctic neck slides. Tat. Lick it. <laughs> neck neck tat, tat drama. Oh, jeez. Oh. That's what it was. Unknowingly, went right into it talking about it. He's so in it, though. He, he is. Neck tat drama. Okay. Neck tat drama. I mean, you are living in some neck tat drama. Oh, that yeah. could be a whole Netflix series. It really could. I can't wait I till you, you ask the queen not I to get I, the neck tat. Can I, I you, don't even think we got into the drama yet. Can you uh, record it when you ask her not to get the neck tat? I'll try. It's just, you know, everything's so shifty and tough. I know, it's, I know, you know. Yeah, make, make it more of a cartoon situation about <laughs> matters of the heart. Well, I just want to yeah. hear her, like, real honest, like, response. I want to hear that it goes down. I'm so curious. Yeah. Uh, I'll do what I can, but it's, it would be a challenging situation. I'll see if I can make it happen. I just, I just need a body camera on me at Yeah, all you times. do. Oh, we can get you yeah. one of those. That would actually be great, honestly. We should all have that. I agree. Body yeah. cam, yeah. It would be nice to be like, oh, man, I wish I had that recorder. Oh, what do you know I do? Is that the budget here at RMF? No. No. <laughs> we need five body cams? Yeah, we can't. We our phones don't work. We <laughs> some money on that first. Body cam would be... It's true. Right out. <laughs> okay, we got one out of three correct to win. Jaybird and Denny's need to get two. Bird is going to try to read Denny's lips here. All right, are you ready? All right. I got the music going for Whoa. the bird. Yeah, it is. Okay, on your mark, get set, and go. Coral. Coral. Snake. Sky. Dr hey, scare. Coral. Coral. Snake. Sky. Scare. Core. Scare. Tear, tear, coral Karen. snake. Oh. Got coral one word. Snake scare. Coral snake scare. <laughs> it's so topical. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, suits. <laughs> suits Poor in guy. there. Coral his, his mom believes they had a coral snake in their house. He, I was talking to him yesterday. He thinks that snake was in his house like four hours before he went to bed because he remembers hearing a hiss and going... Man, that sounds like a snake. That's unreal. Nah, it couldn't be. <laughs> yeah. It's either a tire deflating or That's a snake. That's unreal. He said that snake was in his house all afternoon. And if it was a coral snake, one of the most venomous snakes on the planet. S scary. Yes, it is. S Startling. <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> He's trying to heal, but we won't let him. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep making snake noises at him. <laughs> Okay, here you go. Round two. Read my lips. Your 10 seconds begins now. UFO. Whoever? Sighting. UFO. U UFO? Sighting. sighting. Oh! oh! UFO sighting. Oh! Yes. Wow. Okay. I want the one bad. I mean, that was custom made. Okay. A UFO sighting. Uh, make them wet, baby. Yep. Okay, you got one more chance. You get this, you get a win. If not, we got a tie. 
10 seconds on the clock. Your time begins now. Baby. Baby. Barf. Rexa. Barf. Big. <laughs> Baby. Best. Barf. Boofo Toads. Baby. Baby. Barf. Baby. Boo. Baby. Oh. Boo. Baby barf. Baby barf. Oh, it's the baby, baby barf. Yeah. Baby barfed on you. Yes. Yeah. Baby uh. barf. Baby barf. Baby shark. Baby Overtime. Barf. Do you want to do a shootout <laughs> kind of thing? <laughs> Rock paper scissors, real quick. Yeah, there you go. It's a better way to do it. Okay. All right. We did a little bit better, Virginia, but not yeah. good enough to get an outright W. Yeah, we had more syllables, but that's fine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, uh, the big competition is uh, coming up on deck. Do it, bitch. Is uh, on the way here today. It's time. Yes, so that is uh, going to be coming up here, just about 15 minutes from now. KVJ. It's the KVJ dirt of the day. It's the KVJ dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away, because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, I don't know if you saw this sad story about Sandra Bullock's boyfriend. Now, she's had this uh, boyfriend since 2015 when she hired him to be a photographer for her son's fifth birthday. So this guy shows up to be the photographer, and he's like a former model, and he's gorgeous. Brian Randall is his name. I guess for the past three years, he's privately been battling ALS. He didn't want to talk about it. They remained together, and he remained her boyfriend until he passed away this week. Mm. Uh, Three years of privately battling ALS. It's one of those conditions that when they give you the diagnosis, it's just like a matter of time. It's a heartbreaking thing. So uh, definitely keeping Sandra Bullock and their family. You know, they had blended their families together. He has an older daughter. Okay. She has two kids. And he was, she called him a saint and said he was Mm. the best dad and the best caring person and the best partner and had just such beautiful things to say about Brian Randall. Definitely a step up from Jesse James. Oh, my gosh. Like, polar opposites. That guy's insane. That guy is insane and did her dirty. It sounds like this poor Brian Randall guy uh, Mm. was just a beautiful man inside and out and swooped in, restoring her faith and love. Yeah. And now he's gone, Virginia. That breaks my heart. Can we get a palate cleanser? Because that's pretty depressing. Moving on to Megan Thee Stallion's struggles. She continues to have PTSD and emotional trauma following the shooting that Tory Lane uh, brought upon her in the backseat of a car during an argument in 2020. Yesterday was the day, and he was supposed to be convicted or given a shorter sentence or whatever, but the trial went on so long that they had to pick it back up this morning. So Tory will be sentenced apparently this morning when they pick the trial back up. Megan the Stallion has been so upset and just didn't want to deal with being in the same room as him. So she wasn't in court yesterday. She had somebody read her statement to the court. He could be facing 13 years behind bars, although his defense is seeking a much shorter sentence. So it'll be interesting to see what the judge decides. Will he get the 13 years? Will he get half of that? Will he get less? You know, he's got to get something, Mm. right? Like he shot her in the foot being a jerk during a fight. 
Yeah, it was it multiple shots, I believe. Yeah, it was multiple shots. Yeah, just horrible. Yeah, you, 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 I feel like you've earned something. You have. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you posted. That should be out sometime very soon, I would think. And uh, finally, here, uh, Lizzo's record sales, including streaming and airplay, they say have collapsed Uh-oh. after being sued by those former dancers for misconduct and harassment. It seems that sales haven't just fallen, they have disappeared. If you are in charge of Lizzo's management or whatever, do you have her make another statement? Do you have her say something again or you let last week's statement stand. Well, it sounds like this is something that is going to happen in a court, correct? I mean, we yeah. got lawsuits. So this is a lawsuit, so I, maybe they'll tell her to be quiet. Yeah, I would stop talking for now. I yeah. would let that happen. And I think the best thing you can do, for the most part, you just got to lay low now for a little while. And it's, you know, if she hasn't done any of the stuff that she's being charged of, it is tough because it is massively affecting her career right now. I have seen that they basically have um, stopped streaming her records, a lot of her fans, and the downloads have dropped massively. She was uh, averaging about 2,000 copies of everything uh, included per day from last Friday, and uh, they say that uh, her total sales dropped to just 30 from 2,000. So that is a massive drop-off. She's lost 220,000 Instagram followers. So between streams and plays and fans, she's lost a lot from these allegations. If you're on TikTok, which I happen to be, there's a lot of people. It's trending. Like my story of Lizzo. Here's what happened to me when I had interaction with Lizzo. Are they negative? A lot. Are they people that worked with her? Across the board, from waiters to people that were working events to backstage people mm. to a flight attendant on an aircraft. That but do we know those are real? It's so we easy don't. to fake something like that on social we media. We don't know is what I'm any of that is real. It's so but, easy to get on there and lie. But this is what I mentioned yesterday. How many of these stories before you start believing it? It's, it's almost like the Ellen equation. Right. Of it just became a landslide of these stories. Lizzo seems to be faced with the same thing now, where you're getting a landslide of negative comments. Yesterday I said, it seems like when you clear into double digits, you start wondering, hmm, that's a lot of smoke. Maybe there's a little bit of fire. And so for Lizzo probably being quiet right now and letting the court stuff handle itself, I think she's going to have to take this hit to her streams and to her fan base. But what happens if they take it to court and then they, they prove nothing and it's just a big... Just a big social media attack campaign, kind of like I mean, Kevin then, Spacey. Then what I would do, the- yeah. Then what I would do is I would go on there. Kevin Spacey, I think, has played it well. You come out and you say, "I am thankful that this went through a rigorous process, and I was found innocent. It was tough, and I will take whatever lessons I can from this to uh, learn to be a better person." And they will continue on about their uh, job. And they already have a project with Kevin Spacey, and he's voicing the trailer of it. So they're already rolling out projects for him. And I think what you do is you continue to create, you continue to work, and you probably have people that are still in your corner behind the scenes. You don't do anything publicly, and then when you're exonerated and the public's like, well, maybe we got this wrong, then you slowly start rolling things out again and then hopefully regain your status that you had. So Lizzo, unfortunately, I think is just in a shutdown period right now where you got to let the legal process pay out and she's got to lay low. I agree. And that's what's going on in your dirt. All right, coming up here in just a couple minutes, I think it's uh, about time for another round of Do It Be, baby. Okay. Yeah.
Virginia and Suits are partnering up today to go oh. against Jaybird and Denny's. Oh my God. Unstoppable. My KVJ show. Listen up, y'all, because here's the sitch. It's time for another about to do it, bitch. 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 Do it, do it. Okay, we got Virginia and Suits partnering up today to go against Jaybird and Denny's. Oh, in the hall, Kevin, all it is is just talk of do it, bitch. Yes. Yeah. What is, what is, Strategy. Okay, what's the conversation all about? I mean, people are sweating the punishment. There's, it's all fear. It's all fear, uh, Kevin. It's, it's all, just all terrible fear. based fear, huh? She's wearing her... Best witches gown today. Uh oh. This propaganda. Oh boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're all wearing black today. It looks like we are. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It is weird. Okay. Well, let's see what uh, effect that might suits too. Have suits is wearing all black. We're as all well. wearing black except for oh, yeah. Kevin. Hmm. Yeah, I'm the saint around here. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'd rather laugh with the sinners and cry with the saints. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so what we got here and what's uh, really important, Jaybird does not like being the responder, which he is today. The gambler is the one that pushes the odds of their partner, so Denny's going to be pushing the odds for Jaybird, and Virginia's going to be pushing the odds for Suits, who is the responder for his team. Just If we're going to lose, let's slow it down a little bit. We I agree. lose it so quick. Let's stretch <laughs> it out. Yeah, you're right. Last time we won, lost just back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Yeah, it was like two minutes. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Virginia and Suits today. That's going to be my pick. So I'm throwing my <laughs> chips behind them. That, that can be the kiss of death. I'm a little nervous now. I'm not yeah. going to lie. You don't believe in us, Josh. I can tell. I don't think anyone does. <laughs> I have not picked a winner, though, for a very long time. So that should bode well for you gentlemen. It's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to start off here with Virginia and Suits. First topic is bands with numbers in their name. Bands with numbers in their name. Virginia, how many of those can Suits name in 10 seconds? Suits can do two. Two. Okay. What do you think here, Denny's, about Jaybird? I think the bird could do five. Okay. Going to go five. Virginia, how do you respond to that? Uh. I feel like bands with numbers in them is hard. Okay. So we're at five right now. I think the bird can do five. Okay. So what's left then? He's a very musical little Mm -hmm. fairy. fairy. He he knows all kind of bands and music. I'm not. uh, Uh, The odd description. It's an odd description. (laughs) You love music. You're all musical. You know all instruments. I don't think anyone's questioning my love for music. (laughs) People are questioning you on the air. (laughs) You dance around a lot. Okay. All right. So uh, what do you think about that? What are we going to do this? Are you going to raise or call at five? I think I have to raise it to six. Okay. Now at six, how do you feel about that, Denny's? Hmm. Want to raise or call that? Six bands, bands with, numbers with numbers in their name in 10 seconds is what Suits would have to do right now if you call them on it. I'm going to say do it, Suits. Oh. Okay. Six bands with numbers in their name in 10 seconds. Suit your time begins now. You got U2, Maroon 5, uh, Blink-182, uh, 311, uh, Takashi 69. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, he hit oh. ball. Oh. 
Oh, movie set Takashi oh, 69. I am just shocked. Oh. Matchbox 20, oh, One Direction, 20. One Republic. 69, boys. One Direction. 21 Pilots. Yeah, oh, four times. So many four of them. Three Doors seasons. Down, UB40, Four Non Blondes, Jackson yeah. 5. There's a lot. Oh. Yeah, I, I just did not have that. That is the Kev curse. Oh. Oh. A lot of those are older, too. Suits wasn't going to get, like, you I figured you'd have the, the 69 boys. Four non-blondes. I forgot about the 69 boys. I should have got Matchbox 20. How that one's going to... You forgot about the 69 boys. I I'll got one you... song that came out when I was, like, 20 years before I was born. I'll send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one to nothing. Jaybird and Daddy. I'll send you the album. In oh, the lead boy. Right now. Oh, boy. Okay, next up, we've got... Ramen flavors. Ramen flavors. Denny's, how many of those can Jaybird name in 10 seconds? Flavors of ramen. I know yep. we all lived off ramen at one point. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them. Yep. Oh, gosh. I'm going to start off right in the middle. I'm going to say five. Going to go with five. Okay. Virginia, what do you think about with suits? Do you want to raise or call that? Five different ramen flavors. I think Suits can do six. We're at six. Denny's? I'm going to say do it, Suits. Going to do it. Okay, six different ramen flavors <laughs> you'd have to do in ten seconds. It's a, it's a tricky one. You can fall right in the middle. <laughs> Let's see how it plays. Okay, Suits, your time begins now. Uh, butter and garlic, uh, uh, Parmesan maybe. Uh, oh. I don't know. I, I don't eat ramen. Oh. Uh, uh, I have no idea. I don't know what the hell the flavors are. What? I got nothing. Oh my, oh my god! god. Never had ramen. That was tricky because there's chicken, chicken pork, creamy chicken, beef. pork, beef. Oh, that's Shrimp. the kind of flavors they have. Cilantro. Soy wow. sauce. Yeah. Cilantro chicken. Nah, I never. The I never eaten ramen. Kevin is about to strike again. Let's not get too excited. We don't know that. We don't know that, Kevin. You can't let him back in ever. ever. You never wow. had ramen? No, nah, I like the pastaroni. <laughs> they have Parmesan in there. Wow. Pasta flavors. Pastaroni. <laughs> Pastaroni is like five times the price of ramen. Ramen is the most affordable noodle. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're turning on each other, Danny. They're I am reeling. Suits has pretty much been the best responder in this uh, game topics, through the man. history of the game. And today Whoa. he's drawing up a goose egg all because I chose him. Wow. It's, it's like he's distracted. Yes. <laughs> Come on, give me snakes, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, he's drilling snakes right now. Snakes. <laughs> okay. It is uh, back to Virginia and Suits. One more point for Jaybird and Denny's, and it is over. Oh, my gosh. The next topic is brands of watches. Brands of watches. Virginia, how many can Suits name in 10 seconds? How many brands of watches? Suits can do four. Four. Okay. Denny's, what about with Jaybird? A lot. I have to raise it to, I think, I think Bird could do six. Six. Do it, bitch. Whoa, my gosh. Oh, wow. We're jumping right into it. Okay, six brands of watches in 10 seconds. Bird, your time begins now. Timex watch, uh, Tommy Hilfiger polo. Uh, You got OP, Jordash. You got uh, Hilfiger. uh, Vivant Sassoon. I got four. I don't know. I don't know. Jordak. Jordak. We're not taking Jordak. Jordak. First of all, it was a terrible answer on my head. <laughs> like, I don't more. know about that thing. Jordash. 
Jordash drivers. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. Yeah, I think there are well, Jordash so, watches. Well, so there, I mean, it'd be pretty much any company that is a designer, they all make them, like Kenneth Cole. Uh, yeah, a lot of them do have that. I think he got six. I think I, it's I over. had six at the end, but I, if we're taking all of them. Jordash? Tommy we're taking Hilfiger. Jordash? No, jo- I, said, I, said, I said Jordash. I said Jordash. Oh. I said Jordax, sounded like an alien. I think you won, Bird. What? I Damn, I had that one too. I don't. Did I get? I know six? Suits loves watches. That's why I got scared. So yeah. I had six, but I, I don't know if, if we count all the ones you gave. Then yeah. What did he give again? I, I repeated one. I know you I repeat- did. He'll figure at Tommy the end. Tommy figure yeah. at the end. You said that one. That would have put you at seven, but that would be a repeat. I you just- did repeat. Yeah. So I think you got six, and you had to get to six. I think it's over. I think Jay Bird and Denny's. It, they have swept. Virginian suits. We'll look oh, for wow. controversy. We'll look. I want to celebrate Denny's. I want to yeah. celebrate too, but I get scared. <laughs> no, we got that. The curse of Kevin has struck again. <laughs> what what used to be it. the greatest team in we Do It B was swept. Unbelievable. The curse of Kevin. The curse of Kevin is legit. Oh, it's Damn. so real. Yeah, I take the greatest team and make them the worst oh. team. Yeah, I think it's done. We'll double check on that. I think it's over. So that means this terrible punishment you guys are talking about is for me, Virginia, and Suits coming up next. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Statistically, I chose right. The greatest responder in Do It Be is Suits. The statistically best gambler is Virginia. And the worst gambler is Denny. So it all matched <laughs> up to choose Virginia in suits who just got swept Unbelievable. by the statistically worst players in the game. I would like to thank the snake that's clearly living in Suits' house and in his head. Wow. Yeah, during commercial, Kevin said, I think the reason Suits lost is the snake. It he certainly brought, didn't help. He's right. I, I thought the same thing. Suits sounded distracted today. Yes. His mind was well, you know what? else. He's the, not himself. The, the one that did it, and the difference is I was looking, because I, I do know what the topics are, so I'm over here trying to choose. I'm saying, okay, who's going to answer better? I was stunned that Suits knew no ramen flavors. I didn't I've expect never had him, it in my life. I thought Bird would still take that. I didn't think that you would get that one, but when it came to bands that had a number in the name, I'm like, well, Suits is a, the night DJ here at RMF. There's One Direction. There's One Republic. There's Matchbox 20. There's Maroon 5. Those are all huge staple artists. 21 Pilots. I'm like, there's at least many that he's going to get just like that. That's going to outnumber the bird. And when Suits tanked that to start off out of the shoot, I'm like, they're in trouble. I'm in trouble. Oh, we're I knew we were in trouble, trouble. as like, soon as Kevin picked again. me. Yeah. <laughs> I said yeah. to Denny's, I'm like, me and Virginia are the best team. He's going to pick us, and that is not going to bode well for us. I, the kiss, the of kiss of death. death. I'd like to know the last time I actually picked a winning team. I think it's well before July 4th. I'm going on at least a month and a half, if not two months. That's Kevin, about, it might be two. That's Kevin, about ten losses in a row. Is this, did, you, did you leave it in the sheets in Boston to where you got? Don't know. I would yeah. like to see Boston Kev stats before and after. Did you? Just, I don't know, man. How did I do until Boston? Yes. Did I just? Did it just stay there? You're more deadly yeah. than a coral snake. What did I bring back with me? <laughs> what did you bring back? It's with unreal. You? And and like I said, I'm I pick underdogs. They lose. I pick the favorites. Normally, they've lost every time. I have single handedly changed the stats of this game by who I choose. Well, well the kiss of death. Kiss yeah. of death. <laughs> but I got with Magnolia. Dark Cloud? Black Cloud? Transferable, apparently. (laughs) Just for this game. Apparently. Crazy. Okay, so we talked about this earlier. um, Taking a bite out of a cactus. So Virginia brought in a cactus. 
And uh, here it is, an interesting, it kind of looks like an aloe thing, but it has the sharpest of spikes that go in two different Uh. directions. Spike prickly things. You do not want to get pricked in the mouth. Oh, I've been pricked by this cactus because I have it in my yard, and it embeds in your skin, and then you have kind of a reaction to it. These prickers are poisonous. So what's the cool. goal here? To take a, a full bite out of it? You have to take a bite out of the cactus and show it in your mouth. And, <laughs> and hope you don't get a pricker. Yeah, you're oh, going to be blindfolded. Blindfolded, blindfolded. I am so glad we did not lose. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, thank you, snakes. <laughs> All right, so uh, to keep it fair, somebody would uh, hold up the cactus, and I'll try to work my mouth around it. Oh boy! Try to find it. I was in a film. Did you want to film it? Okay. Hold it up there, Virginia. I mean, it can be it can be suits if he wants to come around and just uh, hold it out there. I just don't want my my hand to be touching it. So I think it's more fair and more challenging if I just um just tell me when it's out there and I'll try to find it with my mouth and hopefully I don't get the pricker. Do you want the side or do you want the tip? Just hold it, uh, hold it out there, and just tell me if I'm getting uh, warm or cold. Oh, you have to have with her my com- mouth. You have to have her communicate for you. All right, open mm. up, sweet baby. Okay, here I go. Trying to take a bite of a cactus. All right, he's going in. Ow. Oh my! Oh, oh, Kevin! Oh my gosh, Kevin! You went too big, dog. Oh, that Dude, hurt. what are you doing, <sighs> Kevin? Oh my! Oh, that really hurt. Oh, you no oh, crap! Ouch! Dude, oh you did my a hungry, gosh. hungry hippo on the cactus, man! <laughs> you did not. Gosh, I couldn't Don't. find it. Oh, that hurt, man! Oh, gosh, I found it. Oh, that oh. hurts. My okay. gosh. All right, I can get a bite. You gotta go back. Yes. <laughs> oh no. All right, I'm gonna give you the gosh, tip. That hurt. I'm gonna give you the tip this time because you took it too hard. That's what he said. Kevin, <laughs> do not go in that hard. Yeah, nibble. Yeah, that nibble. hurt, man. Just to oh. just bite the corner. You said it got poison in it or something because it's still stinging. Yeah, it's gonna burn for a minute. It's the same poison that's in that snake. You got. <laughs> You gotta get the pricker out. It's, it's kind of making me nauseous filming it. I, I don't want to watch anymore. That was tough. Okay. He's going in for it. He took a bite. He's got a bite. He's got. He put it in his mouth. He's bit it. He's completed the challenge. Ah. But I think he's got tongue poison now. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Gosh. Oh my god! Wow, that was kind of don't oh, hit that man. That's that, kind of horrific to watch. That really hurts, dude. Ow, ow, oh, ow, whoa, what just happened? Sting! Oh, she just she just grabbed the cactus. I dropped it in my hand. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I had my blindfold on, and I just heard pain and suffering. <laughs> oh my god, this thing is awful. All right, who's next, Kevin? Um, oh, so he can't. He yeah, can't. no, just, that can't. really hurt, man. Oh, it was such a big punch that hurt so bad. He Nibble went for oh, it. You guys oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> wow, I did not do that right. Oh, my oh man, my mouth is stinging. <laughs> okay, learn from Kevin. Yes. Little oh. nibbles. Wow. And learn from you. Don't drop Don't the drop it in your hand, <laughs> in your palm, <sighs> and take little nibbles. My mouth's going numb. Oh, All no. right. Here we go. Okay, uh, we need uh, I guess suits I'll blindfolded. Go next. Oh, boy. All right, Virginia's going to hold it out, and you got to, with your mouth, find it and take a bite out of it. Okay. Oh, look at <laughs> Uh, right in the tongue. He's oh. I got one right in the tongue. <laughs> well, can you blame me? <laughs> oh my god! 
Oh, it stabbed me right in the tongue. Oh, my gosh. All right. Okay. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. Oh, my gosh. Oh, look at him. Oh, it's so funny. Wow. Okay, come on. <laughs> Get it. All right, he got the bite. Get it. He got the All bite. Right, he got the got bite. It. Suits got it. All right, he took a bite of the cactus. All right, I bit the, oh. I bit the cactus and got the prickly part. <laughs> Suits' lip quiver was absolutely amazing. You have to go back and watch this. If you haven't seen this, you got to go either to TikTok or to YouTube to see Suits' lip quivering. You've that is st- outstanding. You've often stung. Oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. Okay. Uh, Suits, if you could hold it for Virginia, she's the last one. It has to take a bite of this cactus to pay off the punishment for do it B. Oh my gosh, that okay. was amazing. Okay, Virginia going in and ah! oh. okay. Did you? Yeah, she's got her teeth around it. She's got to bite ah! it off to complete the task. I have to take a bite of cactus. She's got it in her ah! mouth. Okay, she did it. Like, All did right, a big bite of it. there like a she did. Dog. Oh. Okay. Look at the size of that. Bite yeah. she got. It's huge. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. She really took a chunk out of it. Yeah. Oh. The, the pricklies are right there on the uh, end of that thing. They're small, but man, they pack a punch. I got double oh. pricked. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I had to pull one out of my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, thank you because that, I had a genuine belly laugh at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Got to go back and watch the uh, Suits Lip Quiver. We need to just have that. <laughs> just isolate that part right there. Kevin, your first bite. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That hurts so you bad. You underestimated the pricker. I did. I really Oh, did. I was so scared after Kevin went. <laughs> your my, reaction. My lip ain't right. Don't do this, kids. <laughs> just to, don't do this. Okay. All right. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we got uh, What Is Your Price? I believe everybody does have one. How much would it take for you to be frozen and then revived 100 years later? We will discuss next. It's KBJ. Okay, how much would it take? We all have a price. So what is the dollar amount for you to do the following? Eat a cactus. (laughs) Sadly, we do that for free. (laughs) Nothing's free. How about wearing the same clothes every day for a month? How much? I said, what you have on right now, you wear it every day for the next 31 days. Virginia, how much money would that take for you to do that? Question. Yeah. Can I wash it? No, you cannot. Mm. Please respect the game. I know I say it every week, but you disrespect the game every week. I respect no men games. Yeah. This isn't a gender game. <laughs> Always try with, with a gender war agenda over here. <laughs> um, No, uh, I can't do that for a low ball. I got to do that for like 10 grand. That's what I'd say too. That was my price. Yeah, ten what about, grand. What about you, Bird? To wear that sweet Adidas tracksuit you got on? Ah, uh, thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. <laughs> He'll do it for a bit. Okay. I, I, yeah, that, that one. That is very bit like. You did it in the cheerleader outfit for the Miami Dolphins. I mean, technically, I did. I did wash it, but it was thirty days. It was more. Was it? It might have been more. I got to look back at the tape, but yeah. It was a while, yeah. It was until the Dolphins got a win, and that year, I think they won maybe one game. Dang. They were on a losing streak. That was before they had Christian Wilkins. Yeah, I uh, think so. Yeah, it was the tank for two a year. I'm trying to remember uh, Christian's first year. I don't know. It might have been his first year, actually. Mm. I have to look into that. Okay, what is your price to alternate using a stranger's toothbrush Oh, okay. We got to pay. <laughs> is it you the same stranger? You don't know them? It's a random... Random draw. Every you, day, you, it's you, new. You brush your teeth, and then they walk out behind the curtain. Oh, boy. It's, yeah. This one's more than the last one. 
Yeah, so you don't know what's going on, and, and you could have somebody that, you they, know, it could be Jerry Gingivitis. It just comes, <laughs> hey, what's up? They take everyone's name that's at the rast- racetrack, they put their name in a, in a bucket, and they just pick randomly, and that's who you have to use. Have you looked around at the racetrack? I, to me, I, this is at least a $500,000 kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're you're going to... Be possibly sick for a while. Is if someone's got the gingivites or they just baby got plaque? I don't. Uh-uh, I want to make sure I'm getting paid for that. I'd undercut you. I do it for 10k a day. If you pay me 310 thousand dollars, I'd do it. Oh, you're doing deals over there. Yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, I Yo, mean, contract. There's somebody right now saying, "Okay, I, I got some money. Who's gonna do it for how much? I'm at 310k. What about you, Virginia? I'll do it for 300k. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I didn't know we could play it this way. I would do it for $5. <laughs> you win. Here's your $5. And here's your toothbrush. What is your price on this to be frozen and then revived 100 years later? How much would it take? Ooh, they definitely tackle this with the hit series Twilight Zone. Okay. Frozen like right now yep. or when it, I die? You'd come back. You'd be frozen for 100 years. You thaw out and then boom, you're in the world. And what would the world be like 100 years from you being frozen? It's going to be different. Imagine being 100 years ago and then all of a sudden you just walk into 2023 with all this technology. But drones. if you freeze me right now, I can't spend any of this money that I just got. So it's kind of like, no. This is part of it. This is part of it. Let me tell you exactly how it works. And here are my thoughts on this. Um, you are going to then, it's like, in a sense, you die. Uh, because what you know of this world is going to be passed because this is not offered to your friends and family. So they will be gone in 100 years. They could also spend the money you get. So you have to make sure that, one, this is put into a trust where they get a little bit of it. But I get a lot of it when I am unfrozen in 100 years. So we'll figure that out, how much they get and how much I take. They're going to swindle it somehow. Well, that's why I'm <laughs> going to have a trust, and it has to be set up at an institution that you trust will be around in 100 years. Mm. And who knows what that even could be. They trusted Bernie Madoff in the beginning, too. Don't trust that man. I'm with Kevin on that one. Yeah, so for me, you also have to factor in inflation. What exactly is this money going to be worth in 100 years? You think about it. You know, if you would have asked this to somebody back in 1923, they'd been like, well, if you give me $10,000, oh, man, I'm going to go crazy when I get unfrozen on ten grand." And then it ain't the same. So if you're like going, oh, okay, give me $100 million, you may be unfrozen in 100 years, and $100 million would maybe buy you a bicycle. You see or, what I'm saying? So I'm going $100 billion is what I would take. <laughs> Plot twist. On the 100th year, you melt, but nothing happens because Earth is gone. Or the janitor, the janitor accidentally unplugged it, like what happened in that lab a few weeks ago. The janitor unplugs it by accident, and then you just... Well, say for the sake of this, you, you do survive it, but you're right. When you wake up, you might just be alone in this fiery inferno. Could you and there's Im- nothing to buy anyway because society's collapsed. Could you imagine what the world will look like in 100 years. I mean, look at the difference from 100 years ago to now. It's going to be insane. It is going to be insane, absolutely. So, yeah, so you got you to factor all that into and, it. And, what kind of world do you wake up to? Will we even be here? It, it, or do we blow each other up before then? It could be like uh, the Terminator where you wake up and they've, they've you know, 
bleached the sky. Scorched and earth. Scorched earth, and there's just nothing around. There's just these robots. Are, would you drones. even want to take that chance of what the world would be like in 100 years, or do you like it right For now? For $100 billion, I would do it. I'd take a chance. $100 billion. $100 billion, I would... I would carve off a nice chunk for my family so they would live out their days very comfortable and having a great time. Just just your family, huh? <laughs> and of course you guys. Thank you, Kevin. I got a hundred billion dollars, man. I, say, I got plenty to go around. If you, if you, you guys of- you, everyone's gonna live comfortably okay. that I know. Yeah, so you guys are gonna have a great existence. And then when I wake up, I'm gonna have a nice chunk of money. So whatever my new life is like, I'll be doing all right. And you'll go, oh, I can start a show with two different people now. Thank God I've got the money and the freedom. <laughs> I'm not sure if Unthought Kev's doing radio. Oh, your family's getting <laughs> so many. There's not going to be radio. They'll be like, wait, radio? What is that? Your family's getting so many neck tats with that money. Oh, I know. All right. I, I'm with I'm with you, man. It would have to be such a huge number like that to even consider it. $100 billion. Anybody else doing it for $100 billion? I, I probably wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Okay, well, all right, then I win that. Yeah. I'm doing it for $100 billion. Okay. What about this? How much would it take for you to let a random drunk puke on you out front of a Taco Bell? <laughs> Depending on the time of night, that could just happen, unfortunately. It could. So how much is it going to take? Where you just stand there and be like, all right, they're ready to... They have just knocked down six bean burritos. Here it comes. If that happened... Nacho Supreme. If that happened... <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. If that happened, I'd be so upset. But if I immediately went to my account and saw $5,000 right in there, I think it would be worth it. Yo, okay. $5,000 is worth it to the bird. How much to be worth it to you, Virginia? I don't know. I'd think a little bit more than five. Show me 8000 and I'm in. Wow. But okay. I'm going to immediately like strip down in the Taco Bell parking lot and get the vomit clothes off of me again I feel like that's cheating the game you gotta make sure you what, i gotta walk around in vomit clothes you want the money yes <laughs> <laughs> wow i honestly i'm going 25k man that's so gnarly <laughs> it's gross i mean they just come out it's it's like it's like that movie barf you know how they just it's <laughs> that projectile and you're just taking it the toothbrush thing is grosser to me really yeah it is wow Okay. Interesting. It's kind of to weird. me too. Kind of weird how we're all set. I people's agree. People's plaque grossed me out. Like other people's plaque. It's so gross. Yeah. Okay. All right. Coming up here in a couple minutes. Got a couple hot things to talk about in your whacked out news. That uh, woman who was on that flight from Fort Worth to Orlando who said that MFR back there is not real. Remember her? Yeah. Oh, we know who she is and what she does. It's kind of interesting. And man, everybody is uh, kind of talking about this uh, dock fight that happened in Montgomery, Alabama. We'll uh, let you know the details on that if you're not in the know on that and we'll give you our thoughts on it next. KVJ. Ow! <laughs> There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the Whacked Out News. People breaking the law. Out 
crazy chaotic brawl broke out on a popular riverfront dock in Montgomery, Alabama Saturday after an employee was pushed to the ground and punched by a group of people who had docked their pontoon where the Harriet 2 riverboat needed to dock near Riverfront Park. They asked them not to put their boat there. They put it there anyway and then left it there. And then the river, the big riverboat that's supposed to dock there couldn't get in. Yeah, the riverboat was filled with gas and had been waiting for 30 to 45 minutes for these entitled jackholes who were drinking like at a nearby bar. And it wasn't until they saw the dock attendant then untying their pontoon to move it for the riverboat that they came down and assaulted the dock attendant. Other people saw what was going on and they jumped in and then a second larger brawl broke out after Harriet 2 was able to dock and those aboard who had watched the clash came over to the boaters. So, I mean, everybody is kung fu fighting. It's just a a crazy video. If you somehow have not seen it, um, it is just something to behold. The pontoon people, the people that were on that boat, I think they were the ones that got arrested. Well, Not that, yeah. the people that, you know, came and fought them afterwards. Because if you look back at the tape, it's clear. I mean, they started it. They were the instigators. And they doxed that fa- it's a family that was on the pontoon boat. Yeah. And they own a convenience store. They dox the convenience store. Like, they're going to have to close that store. It's done. They need to. I mean, it, oh. it, it looks like their behavior. If you're watching KBJ TV on YouTube right now, you can see the video of what was going on if you haven't seen it yet. I didn't. I didn't see this. Yeah, this was, is the beginning. Yeah, and it's all that whole family on one security guard, and then you see the other people up in the rafters that were up on the on the higher part of the dock. They're like, "Oh I, hell no!" I hate and they come down to defend the one guy who's getting ganged up on by eight people. Even the trashy women in that group were kicking the guy when he was down. Yeah, I hope they all go to jail. Yeah, they no will. doubt. They yeah. will. And there was there was one guy that actually had jumped into the water and was swimming across to come and uh, help out the dock attendant. The poor they dock call him attendant. Michael B. Phelps. <laughs> yeah. He was he good. was good. He swam so far and jumped out the water and then just started whooping. Well, the guy's doing his job and yeah. you're being entitled jerks. Yeah. Drunk entitled jerks. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Disgusting. I, I, I hate that story. Yeah, if you see more of it, 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 it got so crazy because... You know, when the other people got involved, there were people being hit with chairs. One person was thrown into the water. I mean, it was just an unbelievable melee and, and something just so avoidable. It was just the kind of stuff we talk about calling outs, people being entitled and doing just jerky type things. That Don't park your boat there. And yeah. then don't attack a guy for doing his job. Like, you deserve to get all of your butts whipped. I'm too yeah. soft, man. Those videos make me feel awful in the stomach i i, I hate yeah you hate to see it because it's do. just it's just the worst of humanity doing things like that and so you know honestly they deserve everything coming to them it's gonna be bad now the one person <laughs> everybody wanted to know who this person was was the lady that was on that flight from fort worth to orlando she started um arguing with relatives who she accused of stealing her airpods and then the next thing you know she's in front of the plane and somebody has a video of her saying this I'm telling you, I'm getting the f*** off, and there's a reason why I'm getting off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it, but I am telling you right now that back there is not real, and you can sit on this plane and you can die with them or not, 
I'm not going to. People are like, what is she talking about? <laughs> that guy back there is not real? Not real. It was kind of like the whole, uh, there's a colonial woman on the wing thing from Bridesmaids. Oh, boy. People are like, what is she talking about? And then people are like, okay, we want to know who this is. It's Tiffany Gomez. She is, I guess, um, actually kind of some kind of like marketing executive and lives in a $2 million home. So she's doing all right in Fort Worth. Was it drugs? Was, was it Ambien that that's, she stayed away? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, what was it that well, got her to saying? do that? What is she saying? She's not saying anything? No, so far, this is all we have. I assume now that uh, people know her name and who she is and all that, that you're going to hear a comment as to, were you on shrooms or what was going on, man? It looks a little bit to me like Ambien. It, it, okay, it, it could be been. anything to where you're hallucinating on. I mean, what, what, would the, what would the other thing be? Well, that's happened to me before where you take an Ambien and then if you don't go to sleep, you start seeing stuff and saying things and acting and wigging out. But you look like you're perfectly fine. You don't look drunk. You just look insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would. I'm no doctor and I'm no yeah. policeman, but I would say that maybe that could be drugs. Maybe. Yeah, so we'll see. Maybe we get uh, more to that story. I will tell you, the next couple of stories are brought to you by meth. There is a guy from Georgia that broke into a church in Panama City Beach on Friday, baptized himself. Okay, well. And and then immediately robbed the place. (laughs) He used a cinder block to smash out the window, got into the church's baptismal pole. Then he claimed later that he didn't remember much about the break-in, except that he baptized himself. And then once he was done, he loaded a TV, computer, and other electronics into his truck, along with the church's money bag. When he was caught by cops, he, of course, had meth on him. And the thing that was awesome is if you look at the exchange he had with police, it was so hot there in Panama City Beach that the police dog also hopped into the baptismal to cool down. God bless that's that dog. Amazing. Yeah, that's a pretty amazing story. <laughs> a 32-year-old guy in Indiana got arrested after he went on a four-day meth bender, didn't sleep at all, hallucinated that a, quote, tiny man was hanging out in his car, and then tried to scare him away by setting his own car on fire. Plot twist. That tiny man was the thing on the plane. Yes. <laughs> He's getting around. He's real. The fire then spread and burned down a barn. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. How about that? Luckily, nobody was hurt, but yeah, a lot of property damage on that one. That's the, that's that's the four day meth thing. That's meth. Yeah, yeah. it's brought to you by meth. Sometimes the barn's gonna go up when you go on a four day meth bender. Yeah. Gotta tell you, it's not only kids that shouldn't be driving golf carts; it's dogs. A four-year-old girl was run over by a dog driving a golf cart at a fire department event in Michigan on Saturday. <laughs> Who let the dog drive the golf Who cart? Who let the dog drive? <laughs> roof, 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 roof. <laughs> the uh, dog was in the driver's seat with a fireman in the passenger seat, and then the dog jumped down, hit the pedal, and the cart takes off and runs over this girl's leg. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thankfully, she was not hurt in that. The uh, dog has been cited Good. for driving without a license. Good. Mm-hmm. Lock him up. <laughs> I'm so glad there was a dog joke in there. Yeah. <laughs> a man was arrested after throwing a tire at somebody on I-75 in Lee County right here in Florida. Ernest Asamoah was driving his Mercedes-Benz when he stopped on the right shoulder. He allegedly then threw a spare tire at a Dodge Challenger and then ran away on foot. Why? 
Another car, a Honda, confirmed they also saw the man throw the tire. The people in the Honda reported they watched him flee the scene, jump a fence, and then unnecessarily get into a car on the Three Oaks Parkway. People get in big trouble doing this stuff. There, there's been stories where people throw stuff off the highway or off the side of the road, and it'll hit a car and it'll cause an accident. People die. They find that out. You're, you're going to jail for or prison for a long time. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happened to you in your own car. You should never throw a tire at other cars on the highway or, or anything like are you crazy mm, it sounds like it might have been road rage but they're not positive why that all went down good lord and a 50 year old woman was bitten by a shark and suffered a gruesome leg injury while swimming at new york's rockaway beach monday evening shark sightings have become more common in recent years in queens and on long island there have been multiple reported shark attacks also on Long Island this summer. Long Island's having quite a summer, aren't they? They are. My goodness. They just had a big great white. Got everybody all nervous. Uh, they got a serial killer. There's a few <laughs> things going on there. What a, what a summer for... Ugh. No wonder so many New Yorkers are moving to Florida. Yeah, no doubt. It's rough up there. Well, coming up here in a couple of minutes, going to play a fun little game. We got uh, some Snoop Dogg tickets for you, and we're going to be talking about job smells here today. Do you have a job where you're, when you come home from work, you carry that smell with you? I know a lot of people do, especially if you work in the food industry. Yes, yeah. definitely. Uh-huh. So uh, what we're going to do is you tell us what you smell like, and we'll tell you what you do. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So well, that is the name of the game. I wish we could really smell I them. Too. too bad they don't have smell of vision. Oh, man, that would be great. So if you want to call in, describe your smell, we'll try to guess what it is you do. 877-979-WRMF. The KVJ Show. Do you have the kind of job where you bring a smell home with you? What would that smell be? Is it uh, the smell of grease, food, something along those lines? Weed? Could be. Dispensary? Yeah, Yeah, could be. Uh, So what we're going to do is we're going to see if we can guess what you do by how you smell. So we got uh, some people here calling us up to put us to the test, like David in Royal Palm Beach. Hello, David. Good morning, KBJ. Good morning, David. All right, tell us, when you get home from work, what... Do you smell like? How would you describe it without giving it away? Uh, sweat. Okay. You smell Chemical like. and maybe fertilizer. Sweat. What was the other? What was the second one? Chemical. And fertilizer. And okay. All right. We all get a guess. All right. All right. I'll go the uh, obvious one. Landscaping. Are you a landscaper, David? Yes, sir. Oh, oh wow. Oh, that was quick. Nailed it. Got it. What, what kind of uh, stuff are you doing in your job every day, David? Uh, we cut schools, like um, like the, field, just for the special schools and YMCAs. Oh, okay. Oh, that's very cool. Now, do you, do you hate the smell that you have, or is it something you say, hey, I just kind of like it? I hate the smell. Do you? Oh. Yeah. No matter what, yeah. Yeah. You come over and you wake up and you, you smell like herbicide and chemicals. Ooh. Yeah. I was going to say that. Kevin would love it. If radio doesn't work out, Kevin wants to come work with you. I, I, I probably would. And it, it is kind of weird because I, I do know that smell from when I've done it. And to me, it just 
the smell connects with the fact I love doing the job. And so when I smell it, it's... He gets it, happy. Yeah, that's why I was curious if he liked it or not. He hates it. And to me, I'm like, and maybe I just didn't do it long enough. I'm like, gosh, it just brings back so many great memories when I smell those herbicides. I can tell that. I have so many questions I want to ask him. It would make for terrible radio, but it's about my dinosaur garden. He, he's talking herbicide. I'll, I'll put him on hold, and you can have a really terrible conversation with Ooh, him off air. Why don't we do this? Him, David, and Kevin can switch jobs for a day. And get him in here. You can ask him anything you want, Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Can we switch you out instead? Because <laughs> Kevin's Kevin's jokes are better. <laughs> oh, whatever. My jokes slap. <laughs> okay, we got Erica on here from Jupiter. Okay, Erica, when you come home from work, what do you smell like? Um, I smell like yeast and dirt. Yeast and dirt. Virginia, you get first crack at this. She smells like yeast and dirt. What does Erica do? Uh, She is a bread baker outside. Am I close? I I can't make fun of her because I was going to say say bread farmer. (laughs) Bread Bread farmer. farmer. You know, she goes and trims the bread plants. She knows you had a farm. Smells like bread. There's yeast involved. Okay. Not a a bread farmer. We're shocked. Gabriel, what do you think she does? She likes to... She's making some kind of a... uh, Like a a science... She's involved in science and dirt. Science and she's dirt. A, well, what's like a, the, what's the like profession? A, she's a scientist. She's a scientist. Yes. Are you a scientist, Erica? I am. <laughs> you are a scientist. <laughs> wow. What, what kind of scientist are you, Erica? Uh, I was a control quality scientist for a brewery. Boom. Oh. I mean. So where does the dirt smell come in? It's kind of from, like, the hops. When you would go in the hops room, you would kind of get this faint, flowery dirt smell on you. And then I worked a lot with the yeast to control bacterial growth, so I always smelt like bread baking. You're kind of shocked I got the answer, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I am too. Do, do, you love, do you love the smell or do you hate it? I really enjoyed my job until I got pregnant, and then I couldn't take it anymore, and I had to take a leave of absence because the bread smell would just make me queasy. Oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Okay. That's fascinating. Yeah. How about that? And so, in a sense, you were making beer. You were in that part of it. Yeah, I was making sure that the beer was fermenting correctly and that it wasn't too high in bacteria so that it would turn into beer and not vinegar and stuff like that. So basically the Lord's work. Yeah, no, that's 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 crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, that's what my son is so fascinated in. He loves all that kind of stuff. You have to be really smart, kind of like the scientific mind, like J.B. was saying. I love it. Yeah. That one felt good because I so was in the classroom and the teacher called on me and I did not have an answer. You had an answer and it was correct for once. It feels good. Wow. <laughs> How many years later and Jaybird finally nailed it? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Don is on here from Palm Beach Shores. We'll try one more here. Don, what do you smell like when you get home from work? Good morning, KBJ. Well, when I get home from work, um, my wife says sometimes I'll smell like eggs, you know, like a boiled egg sulfur. 
Okay. Mm. Smells like sulfur and eggs. Bird, what does Don do for a living? My boy works at the city dump. <laughs> city dump. Okay, do you work at the city dump, Don? I do not. Oh, gosh, so cool when I got that. Don, you put in irrigation systems. I do not. Oh. That's what I thought. That. You ever smell that farty water that comes yes. out of the sprinklers? Yeah, You're driving yeah. along and, and, you know, you smell it in the car and you start looking around everybody and you're like, all right, who did it? That's what's tough sometimes, especially if it's like a first date and you drive by one of those things. She's thinking you farted. You're right. thinking she farted. And here it is, the sprinklers. <laughs> ah, it's, it's, it's but if you have to fart, it's a great place to fart. When you see sprinklers, fart. Okay, that's, that's when you let it out. No, that's terrible advice. That's that when you do uh, it, and then you you blame the sprinkler. You're like, oh, that sprinkler. Oh, mm. you smell that. Mm. Virginia, you got you the last. Go you got the last <laughs> chance, or else we get stumped by Don here. What does he do for a living? Don actually is the guy that prepares the delicious egg salad at Publix. Am I close? Hmm. Okay. All right. Work uh, on the bakery. No, Virginia. No, you're not. Damn it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, what do you do, Don? <laughs> Guys, at JBJ, I'm a backflow technician. I test the water for municipalities, hospitals, uh, private homes, whether it's uh, domestic or irrigation water. I test the water to make sure it's not poisoned. With a, uh, it's called a backflow. You may see them on the side of the road. They're shaped like arches sometimes, and all. And sometimes they have cages over yeah, them. Yeah, I think and I have seen I that. Yeah. The for, uh -huh, I test the water for the city, the state, and uh, private private homeowners. Yes, huh. I do. And so you just smell like farts all day? No, sometimes. If I do some backflows that are uh, not domestic, like drinking water, that's correct. Uh, dude, do you like that smell, Don? Not really. I keep a lot of sanitizer in my truck. Okay. So I can stay, you know, kind of fresh. You go through a lot of cologne. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want too much cologne. Just once in a while. Okay, all right. Well, uh, Don, for uh, stumping us, I'm going to hook you up with uh, tickets. Would you like to go see Snoop Dogg? Oh, my kids would love that. I'm a little old for that, but my kids would love it. Thank you so much, Kevin and Virginia and Jaber. You guys are the best. Okay. Aww. Very nice. Love to hear that. Thank you very much, Don. Appreciate you calling in, buddy. Uh, we love you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, there you go. That's cool. That's fun. Yeah. Snoop Dogg going to be at the I Think Financial Amphitheater on Sunday with Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, and Warren G. I like that game. It's fun, I right? I it. Yeah. It was interesting here. Just the odd jobs that some people You don't have. think about it. Like, you see that equipment out there, and right. you just, like, you don't think about, oh, there's a guy that's got to come over here I, and work on the backflow. I know exactly what he's talking about, yeah. there's I've, I've often wondered, I'm like, what does that thing do? Now I know, thanks to Don. Y'all are so right, though. Someone's telling me what they do for a little... I couldn't even explain it to you guys, because it's something that didn't even make sense to me, but it's something every we have to do every day. Backflow. Yeah, backflow. <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly. There what? you go. That's what he does. The KVJ Show. Is Gen Z hard to employ. There is an online magazine called Intelligent, and they did a survey that uh, focused on student life. And they went out and they asked business leaders what they thought about Gen Z. 40% of the business leaders surveyed said that recent college graduates were unprepared to enter the workforce. Uh-oh. 
it's a, it's a high number. It's, it's not a majority, high. but it's a high number. 40% say that uh, those just coming out of college, your Gen Z, are not ready for the workforce. 94% of those surveys said that they have avoided hiring Gen Z because of what they've seen in the breakdowns. They say that Gen Z grads have negative traits, including a poor work ethic, subpar communication skills, and a sense of entitlement. Now, those leaders say culture could be to blame, could be COVID. They had to go through those weird three years that has kind of thrown everything off. But to me, I would take this and say, look, a majority of Gen Z still doing it right because this is 40% of business leaders. So a majority of Gen Z is still doing it well, 60% of you. 40% of you are not. And it is causing you getting jobs. And to me, they point out exactly what you need to be aware of and what you can easily fix. Work ethic, and I do understand you're standing up for yourself in a work-life balance, and you should. But to me, while you're at work, work hard. So you should still have a life. But while you're at work, you're on their time. So make sure that TikTok and your social media doesn't take precedence over what you're being paid to do. And I think that's part of it. I've heard those kind of complaints. And I've seen that happen. I can't tell you how many times where there's something going on in a place that I've observed where somebody is on their phone and I'm looking around saying, you've got a full trash can, you have a dirty table, you have this, you have that. You work here. You're being paid at this moment because I'm sure you're not on your own free will standing in their uniform in their place for your own enjoyment. So you're being paid. I see you on your phone. You clearly have things I could see, and I'm not the manager that you could do. So while you're there, have a good work ethic. Subpar communication skills, learn that. That's something that is valuable. You need to have, whether it be a job or whether it just be a relationship, you have to communicate and communicate well and thoroughly. Speak easily like a three-year-old can understand you and make sure that you leave everything said. Don't just assume people got it. Confirm with them verbally that they do. And the sense of entitlement, you got to drop it. You're not like the Kardashians. You're not like the people you see on TikTok. They're all lying anyway. That, to me, is the biggest cancer right now that is happening for Gen Z is the entitlement. And we all got to drop it. And the people in that Montgomery boat thing, that's entitlement. It's ego. It's entitlement. It's yeah. ridiculous. And, it, and it's not, to your defense, it's not just your generation. I think it's a cultural-wide thing that really does happen at any age. So I speak to everybody on that. No, yeah, I, I completely agree with what you just said. And it, it can happen at any age. I know that it's it's people have mm. to go after Generation Z yeah. now, but you're right. That 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 whole attitude can be at any age. And I know there's people that want to fight back and push back on this, and it's not. But to me, sometimes you know, shut up and listen. I think these are a couple things to say. Look, and this is only one survey, and that's why I'd like to find out if other people have found the same thing. Do you find it challenging? And it may just be it's challenging to hire any young person. Because maybe they haven't learned these skills yet. Someone told me that owns a business, they're afraid to hire a young person because they're afraid of a lot of what you just said. And then they're afraid that they're going to have a bad attitude and turn it around on the owner and then dox them and put it all on social media and have people, you know, one star their business. That's a real that's a real fear for businesses. Sure. Mm -hmm. So I think this is kind of an interesting comment, too. And here's uh, a message to Gen Z. This is a millennial who manages Gen Z. And they said they get a lot of hate. And honestly, the good ones are the hardest and most dedicated workers I've seen, more than other fellow millennials and Gen X. The bad ones, though, are the worst I've seen. 
I haven't met a Gen Z yet that's just okay. They're either amazing or awful. <laughs> and that's interesting because listen to that statement. There are There is a small portion of Gen Z that is giving the entire generation a bad name, and it's not fair. And look at these odds. This is still only... 40% of managers who are saying this. That, I mean, if that's the numbers, I don't think that's a small percent. That's almost half. That's kind of a big percent. That is a, that's big, a big percent. percent. Yeah. It's almost half. Well, the- if you're equating to that, and I don't know that you fairly can, because that's just how many managers, 40% of the business leaders surveyed said that the Gen Z graduates are unprepared to enter the workforce. But if that is reality, that's a big number. In it, my is a, it is a big number if it does equate to that. And, and look, even 10% or 20% if Gen Z is that way, that they're the worst that they've ever seen, it will spread. And people make those kind of generalizations where, wow, Gen Z, man, I just don't know. And so when you see a young person walking through your door, you be like, okay, here we go. A lot of it too, man. Social media is so so upfront with everybody. The old people watch it and they believe everything they see on social media. Then the the young people are putting everything on social media. It's just a big I don't know, man. There's a lot of confusion, a lot of noise out there, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I know. You say it. We're aging out of Earth. I'm just saying that, that's yeah. It's, it's hard. There, there's just a lot of noise out there. <laughs> don't be tricked by the noise. Mm-hmm. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, I thought this was a little alarming. Some of the scams that are going on out there and why just typing on your keyboard can get you hacked. Oh, no. I'll let you know how coming up next. The KVJ Show. It's kind of a new level of scams going on. Can you believe that they can actually hack you now? By talking to you and hearing you type. What? It's a pretty crazy little concept that is going on now, but they have actually developed software where they can just simply hear keystrokes that you make and with 95% accuracy be able to decipher what you have just typed. What? How's that possible? So imagine if somebody is talking to you and they're saying, yeah, uh, could you real quick just uh, go into your account for me? And you'd be like, yeah, because what you're saying is wrong. So you type into your account. They can use that software to hear what you just typed and then be like, okay, cool. We got your password. We know what account we're talking about. And then they will then take that information and you've been hacked and you're like how the heck did they get my password so just don't talk to anybody anymore is that it just becomes a new uh, point of awareness that you have to have in what scammers can use um this would make passwords private messages and other sensitive data easily accessible just using your iphone's microphone so keep that in mind as well too if a hacker can get access to your phone and turn on your microphone and hear you at your computer they can hear what you're typing now where might that come in handy well imagine if you're running espionage and you're a chinese spy and you hack into somebody's cell phone working at the pentagon you can hear what they are typing and then decipher what those messages might be as they are putting in top secret information well that's scary that could be scary our radio competition might not know and scoop virginia on the dirt of the day stories never gonna happen okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so i just thought wow that is amazing that they're there and within 93 to 95 percent accuracy they can tell with this new program and the algorithm they use what somebody is typing just by hearing the keystrokes
Have you seen those videos that are coming out now of like the hackers hacking the hackers? They get them on the phone and somehow they figure out how to get into their computer systems and shut down the hackers. It's pretty it. awesome to hack, watch. Like vindication. Hack the hackers. I'm yeah. into that. They hack that. the hackers and then the original hackers get all upset and start cursing and they lose their uh, mind. It's so God. awesome. A little taste your own medicine. I there, love huh? it. I want, is that a video? It's on TikTok. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> There's another kind of uh, hacking or scamming that's going on. It's very bizarre. Virginia, you're saying your friend Crystal had her Facebook page taken over by a family that's doing silly family videos and mukbangs. Yeah. And for some reason, they changed all of her passwords. Now she can't get in. She's reporting to Facebook and nothing is working. Uh, you know, I, I've seen this happening time and time again. We've had something similar. I had somebody go in and they took over my son's Xbox account and now even even though he bought all the games, he doesn't own it anymore because they've taken it over and they're using his identity and everything else. And he now can't use what he's paid for. Dude, your boy Zuckerberg, Zuckerdork needs to stop worrying about martial arts and fix his little Facebook because it sucks now. And it's so awful because she's called my friend Crystal. She called Facebook. She said it's impossible to speak to anybody. She's left messages. Other people have left messages. And what they told her was open a new page. Just start a new page. Yeah. And she's like, no, my mother passed away. And there are pictures of me and my mom on there. And I don't have them anywhere else. I don't want to start a new page. I want this family that took over my page and they're doing like mukbang videos. I want them to give me my page back. And Facebook is like, sorry. It's pretty insane, isn't it? And you're just like, wait, how does this happen? You guys don't have a defense for this? Thank you. This is it? You guys didn't think of this? Or there's not a safeguard against somebody just coming in and taking over somebody's account like this? Well, you can look back at her Facebook and see where it was her and her family. And now it's a, a whole different family doing like mukbang videos and dumb family things. And you're like... What just happened? How does Facebook not be able to look at that and go, okay, this family took her Facebook? Because yeah. they don't care. They don't care. That's it. Well, we, they don't care. We have been dealing with the problem for six months of you and Kevin, fake you and Kevin. They made dummy pages of me and Kevin, and they're tricking people, and, getting their credit card info. And it sucks because it has tri it has tricked people. It has. Because they've called us personally very upset. And people go, well, how, you know, how can they be so stupid to do that? It happens, guys. People don't understand it sometimes. Yeah. Facebook makes it look real, too. Like, they just let these people open a page with my name and Kevin's name and Kevin's face. Like, anybody can just open a Facebook page. Well, it says Kevin's okay. I've got a gift card for you, $50. And to some people, they A, they trust you. It looks like your account. Yeah. So they may not right. be, they may be excited and not go through all the right channels. And what they do is they go on and they have a bunch of bots make comments. Comments like, oh my God, Kevin, thank you. You just gave me a gift card. I got my gift card too, Kevin. Thanks. And it looks like there's a bunch of comments of people mm -hmm. that won, but it's not. It's all fake. Well, and there's no way to leave a comment. Mm -hmm. You can only read other comments. The only reason why I brought that up was because we have been trying to contact Facebook for almost six yeah. months now. Right. They don't they, care. They do not care. Right. And, and, you know, it's hurting people. The same thing is happening to my friend Crystal, and I'm sure other people as well. Mm -hmm. It's not cool. No, and I wonder when it's really going to start hurting the platform, Facebook. They've got a lot of problems right now. I don't know if you saw, but um, Threads, that uh, is Zuckerberg's as well, 
they have experienced a massive decline in user engagement. They say with daily active user count down 82% from its launch on July 31st. 82%. Does it just suck? I thought it sucked because I went on there to try it out to see, okay, all right, because, you know, Elon Musk is doing some wonky things with uh, Twitter, now X, whatever he's doing. But it wasn't as good of experience. I went on once for about 10 minutes. I was like, eh, and I left. So I'm part of that 82%. And two, I think we have platform fatigue. We do. How yeah. many platforms can they come up with? Yeah, I think so too. And, and right. just, I wonder if we're going to start seeing people who are just over social media to say, all the hacking, all the annoyances, it's not worth it. The enjoyment I get out of it is not even close to worth all the aggravations and frustrations. So I don't think social media is going anywhere, but I do think people are dropping off. But there's always going to be new people coming in. It's it's such a It'll be interesting to see where we might go, though. I think people you. are looking around to say, what is it I used to enjoy about social media? And can I get that same enjoyment somewhere else? And if somebody provides it without the aggravation... There'll be Facebook and Instagram, uh, Threads, uh, X, whatever it might be, that'll start to fail. The witch is right, though. There is a fatigue factor on, a, on any stuff. Yeah. Remember when they, in town, they, they kept on opening up all of these new, same type of restaurants? People were excited for them in the beginning, and then they it all... Fatigue, man. Fatigue yeah. is real. Well, we were trying to clear the list of teachers all this week as we get back to school. And today we're trying to clear the list of Jennifer Rodriguez. She's a first grade teacher at Mater Academy Elementary in Hialeah. She's been teaching for 15 years and she's on with us right now, a first grade teacher. Hello, Jennifer. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Great. Thank you guys so much for all the support. Of course. Are you, are you ready for school? I am. Teachers need this break and ready with fresh and excited for, to meet my new kiddos. Oh, Aww. that's cool. That's great. Well, we want to take care of everything that you have on your list, and there's a lot of reasonable items on here. I've been telling people anywhere from 5 to $20, you can go in there and you can help Jennifer out here. There are things like sheet protectors that uh, you need for $5.29. Just a simple little item that is, I look through this list, I really can't believe this stuff is not provided for you already. It, it, it really is unbelievable to me. Staples, staplers, things like that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's crazy. So we want to make people aware of, hey, these are the things, the basic items teachers should have, but they don't. It comes out of their own pocket. If you go to kbjshow.com, you can see Jennifer's list, and that's our goal. Hopefully today we get everything taken care of on your list. Okay, Jennifer? Thank you guys so, so much. I truly appreciate it. And thank oh, you, you for, <laughs> Yeah, thank you for everything you do. We do yes. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you again. There you go. You kids in high leader are in really good hands. Aww. All right, Bird, if you would, get us to the after the show with your thought for the day. Let's take it back to the old simple school here. Every day is a new beginning. Take a deep breath, smile, and start over. Because love is an important <laughs> thing to cherish. Get him off the stage. Call <laughs> your mother and dad. Goodbye. The KBJ <laughs> Show on 97.9 WRMF.